that's 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 like the whole gist of like the reason why he always like hit me up and, and send people my route mm-hmm. because he knows he knows that motherfuckers really be you know what I'm saying trying to seek that type of guidance I guess but they don't know where to find it at men and women and I just so happen to I just you know I I think different as fuck I'm always like very introspective about a lot of stuff I'll be sitting in the crib by myself and be theorizing on bullshit like that. You know yeah. what I'm like I and then for me it's it's helpful because I had these conversations with my sons. You know what I'm saying? I had these conversations with the homies. So it's like I can always like just shoot these theories out there and, and check the reception on them. I could kind of like, you know what I'm saying? This is my chalkboard pretty much. Whereas like uh for him, he say these things and he just as articulate as me, but because these aren't his original thoughts, he's like really going off of me. He's not saying he's using he's in a different uh he's copy and pasting what you're saying and he's giving the same direct information, but it's not coming out of him the way that he would say it. And that's where the disconnect is coming from when he does it. Absolutely. He needs to find a way to articulate it into his own language and then say it. Yeah, because otherwise it's just, you know, and there's nothing wrong with this form of plagiarism. Like it's a compliment and and, and flattery in, in a way. But at the same time, he needs to be able to say it his way. It needs right. to come off. It needs to come off as original as he could possibly put it. For me, my, earlier for people who are listening, now, we were talking about moving with purpose and intention before we started recording. In my twenties, I was very reckless, and to in the early part of my thirties, uh, I was less reckless. Like I was more responsible. I, I wasn't really just having sex to having sex. The thing about that is when you're in your twenties. I'm not saying it's okay to do that, but make sure that you have some intention and some purpose when you're doing it. Right. Especially when you're laying, when you're laying up with different women, let them know where you are, what you, what you want. Cause the whole player shit is cool. But ladies and gentlemen, when you lay down and you have sex with somebody, there is an energy that is trans, uh, that is, uh, 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 that is swapped between the two people. You know what that, I mean? There's that's a transference. A thing. That's a big thing. Cause like nowadays what's really funny to me, and I think I posted about this on online, how like people go every day talking about how they matching energies. And this year I'm matching energies with motherfuckers or say something like, uh, I ain't got no time for no negative energy. I'm keeping all the bad energy out of my life. But then these the same motherfuckers been dating multiple people through the years. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They acting like that, those, like that's not the most, uh, that's not the, the the most common form of energy exchange. Like, yeah, you can talk to people, you can have a debate with people, you can argue with people, you cannot agree at all with people, and that, that's an energy exchange. But those are way more rare than an actual intimate interaction. Absolutely. You know, like when you're dating somebody, when you're allowing somebody into your space and you sharing conversation and telling them your darkest secrets and, and and fucking having sex with them or whatever all of those energy exchanges are way more prevalent and people are more more likely to to kind of like exchange that energy you know what I'm saying they pouring into each other in these different various ways with no consideration of what they're pouring you don't you really don't know uh you're, you're trying to cook without right. knowing the recipe especially when it's just sex like you don't know the recipe to what you're doing if I can liken it to, to cooking, you know, th- there is no real recipe to it. So you're just throwing things into the skillet or, or you're just putting shit into a bowl and trying to put water on stuff and boil stuff and everything. But um, moving with intention, it's important to let a, a young lady know like, Hey, my only goal is this, like, I'm only interested in sex. 
Now we can be friends after, or we can possibly pursue something different. But for now, I know definitely and definitively that I'm only after sex. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I've had, I've had situations where I've had stalkers. I've, I've talked about on, that on the episode. I've had stalkers. I've had women um, accuse me of things that never really happened. I, I've been in those type of situations, but that's not my energy. Again, that's for me just having this sexual exchange with a person and them not fully divulging where they stand in their life. Hey, I'm scarred. I just got out of a relationship with a person or I'm, I'm a serial dater and, you know, like... I got this going on. Like there's so many different types of energies that can come from doing that. And when you're out there in your twenties doing that, man, you have to be very, very careful because not just the energy is a transformation. You may walk away with a, with a sexually transmitted disease. And some of those are hard to bounce back from, you know what I mean? Like uh, even when I was doing it, like I always said this and it was never to, to boast and brag about it, but it was always, quality over quantity because i always wanted to know the person that i was doing it with right like i, I wanted to know that if this went wrong would she be good as a a, a, a a possible parent if this goes wrong would i be able to salvage whatever fin- friendship or relationship or fellowship that we have would it would, would i be able to keep some of this stuff intact and these are things that a lot of people don't consider because they're just trying to bust that nut you know whether they be male or female a lot of times people don't even enter those types of exchanges with that type of mindset, it always be based on the the lust factor in the beginning anyway, especially that primal urge. Yeah. That primal urge. So it's like, nobody give a fuck about their personality or where they, where they past brought them from or anything like that. All they know is in this moment right here, right now, this person is getting my, get my, my juices flowing. This person got me turned up. So let me uh see whether or not we can consummate this exchange, make this thing happen. And then when it happens, it's almost like, um, it's uh what they call it post nut clarity. You get post nut clarity, meaning uh damn, was it even worth it? Yeah, what was this like that? Or or why the fuck am I even here? That type of you know what I'm saying? Or you look you look over at the motherfucker and like, Ugh. what was I thinking? You know yeah. what I mean? And I've had plenty of those where it's like, when I did all that for this, or it wasn't even worth it. Or you realize shit, that time could have been spent better doing something more constructive but i could have been in the studio yeah but you spent that energy you know saying exchanging with this individual who may or may not have been uh a worthy exchange partner and and there's situations like that that it wasn't like i definitely can can attest to that like you you have these exchanges and then some of you like man i'm i wasted 20 to 20 minutes to an hour playing this up and getting everything done and now I'm sitting here chilling out. Like mm-hmm. I don't like this is it. Yep. This is like this is it. This is where this is where this lands. You know what I'm saying? This is where this took me. I went through all of this. I dealt with all of this. I, I listened to this boring ass story. Well I, I took all this time and got dressed for this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or 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 even let's say you 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 waited weeks to smash. You waited months to smash whatever the situation is like whatever it is that attracted you to this young lady uh is what kind of held held you on for a little longer mm-hmm. and you you felt like for some reason it's worth it it's worth it it's worth it but post nut clarity will prove you wrong you know what i'm saying it's like you you mess around and really like her only because of the potential prospect of hitting and then after you hit you start realizing damn i really wasn't that attracted to her 
I was just more attracted to the idea. Of, I was lusting, I, but I, I, I've already told you that, like in, in those situations, like I'm not afraid to admit that, especially as a young man. I was lusting. I was doing what other guys around me were doing. You know, I, I was following. Yeah, I was mimicking and following and copying someone else's pattern. I wasn't following my own. I was doing what I saw the homies do. What I saw the the older guys do. I was copying what they were doing. But then when you hit that that part of the brain, after you start, especially from, from reading and, and, and everything like that, you start going, yo, I'm doing this just out of habit and out of lust. Like I'm not doing this with a goal and a purpose. Like no purpose. On, the only real intention I have is to fuck, put this one on my record or whatever it is at the time and, and get on about my business and go on to the next one. You know, like I never had any real intentions of being involved with, with any of them. And, I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing, but like me, a lot of the guys out there, young guys, if you're listening, if you are listening, uh, choose wisely, choose wisely, move with intention and purpose, because, you know, a lot of that is just busting it up, getting up and, and leaving up out of there. And you could have spent that shit working on your craft. Work. I think also another thing that's missing, a component that's missing that probably will never come back, or at least not in our time, in our you know, saying lifetime anyway, is like the, the prospect of, of properly vetting an individual to actually be with. We're more chasing the feeling than we are actually chasing like long-term relationships. So we're not necessarily properly vetting the individuals. And I think like vetting is way more important for women than it is for men. Because for men, I think we have our, like our primary goal and objective is always to be a strong provider, uh, protector, blah, blah, blah. Uh, if we can actually maximize the potentials in all of those areas, we can kind of like, we can pick, we have more to pick from. You see what I'm saying? A man who's not, a man who's not fit, a man who's not uh, purpose driven, a man who's not financially stable, never gets the same options as a guy who who has all of those things lined up. Absolutely so for, not. for women, women can be easily fooled though, because they never know what's going on behind the scenes for a man. They, and they 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 choose from they they choose from their feelings. You know what I'm saying? They're not choosing from a, a pragmatic standpoint most of the time. They're not looking at this guy like whether or not he's uh he's actually responsible. They want to, they were like, well, I felt like he was a good guy, or I, or he he made me laugh. Or well, it's the superficial stuff that they look at when they look when they're looking at him. Cause I know plenty of I, and I'm not talk saying this is all women, but I know women who have looked at me when I step out six. You know this. Sometimes I'll come out in a nice Nice pair of jeans, but my shirt will be wrinkled. Mm -hmm. I may not even give a fuck about this shirt because I don't care right. at that point in time. But when I do come out, I've seen women turn me down and get with someone who was way underneath, you know, what I would consider myself as 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 far as like on a scale on a scale of being a good quality, a good quality man. Sure. And you hear the story he, and he running around saying all this stuff about it, stuff that I would have never said. I was just like, yo, she cool people and kept on moving. Yeah, because see what it is, is that it's the thing about it like this. Women have only had the opportunity to choose maybe like the last 40, 50 years. You know, and prior to that, the vetting process went through like the men in the family. So like if she wanted to date this dude or I wouldn't even say if she wanted to date, if this dude wants to fuck with her, he got to meet her brothers, her father her stepfather or her grandfather. So the men who can vet him, who can pick him apart and find out whether or not he really a solid guy. Yep. A lot and of women don't know. He had to, there was things that he had to bring or show yep. up with to, to, to leave a good impression. Yep. And that's not even required anymore. Now it's like, is he cute? Does he got swag? You know, all that other shit. What, he, what kind of money he make? 
Like that's all the superficial shit that does not matter is the shit that matters. And that's where we are. That's why we kind of get these situations where like I'm having these conversations with my cousin and his girls or his kids. And I was like, they like, they don't understand like that. The checklist is really based on that, bro. Yeah. Checklist is strictly based on that. It's like, what, what are these, what are the true values of this individual? Absolutely. Am I, am I sharing energy with a motherfucker who may not necessarily have any life goals that, that, that align with mine? You know what I'm saying? What's that? You like you could ask a person what their five year plan is and learn everything you need to know about them. You see what I'm saying? But if you never think to ask a motherfucker, hey, where you see yourself in five years? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just simple, a simple question like that. You ain't asking about how, how much money they make. You ain't asking them no personal questions about their sex life. You ain't asking them none of that. All you asking them is where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. And, yeah. The, and the answer they give you is very telling all the time. Absolutely. And and for me, the how much money do you make a year? That's like the dumbest question I ask, man. Well, what you bring to the table, all that goofy yeah, shit. Yeah, those are the two dumbest questions I ask. Now, there are guys that will tell you that, but there are certain women that are looking to latch on. I'm not speaking against all women, but there are women who are looking to latch on to that when you start telling them what you make and what you do for a living and stuff like that. But there are also good women who know how to ask the correct questions to get the proper answers and, and understand where where man what what type of man it is that she's looking for and i tell i tell young ladies that all the time like when you're talking to them don't ask them about no superficial shit about the car he drives and what clothes do he like to wear like that shit does not matter like when a man is picking a mate that is nothing that he's gonna uh, care to ask you like that those may be things that he may start off just to just as filter filler and, and just to he, get to know you truly he don't no man cares about that he don't care about you wearing wearing donna karen or or bcbg or or ralph lauren or louis vuitton right. no he, man cares care, you don't care that you just made partner at your law firm that's that, that doesn't because guess what it's not his money it does not matter to him if you especially if you're just in the dating phase yeah it, it's good to know that she has financial security always that's, good that's like that's what that is for, for the average guy. But a man who's about his purpose and his means is plan. He's already prepared to pick up the bill. He's already prepared because he knows that for what's valuable to him, he will pay the price if it's valuable to him. You see what I'm saying? But it so, has to be valuable. It has to be valuable to him. Very valuable. That's why like a dude who frequent the strip clubs finds value in frequenting the strip club. You know what I'm saying? A dude who, who fucking buy fucking, fucking seersucker suits and shit like that you know what i'm saying he sees value in that is a man has no problem spending money on what he sees value in that's why men can live a minimalist life and still keep a lot of money correct because we we know what it takes for us to survive and and we calculate those things in the process of making sure we have enough to take care of you as well a lot of women don't understand that the whole time we are doing this we're doing it to make sure that okay i can take care of myself now can i do enough to take care of an environment that shows this woman that she's caring for Correct. Yep. Correct. And a lot of them don't get that. So young men, young women, when you are dating, make sure that you are doing it with purpose. And it's not just to be dating from one person to the other, or it's not just sex from one person to the other. Make sure that you're that there is purpose and intention and doing it again. I am guilty of we all are of being out here and having multiple partners. And, you know, um, I don't get into the numbers, but after a while, you just stop counting. You know, it gets to a point where it don't even none of that matters. But I always chose quality over quantity. Um, and I always try to choose someone who was just as responsible as I was, who would be able to 
if something went 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 crazy, like having a child, I can introduce you to my mom and my sisters. Like it will, I wouldn't have no problem with doing that. Right. You know, like those are the things that I was I was always looking at when I was dating. You know what I mean? Like it, it was never like I'm gonna hit that one. I'm gonna hit this one. I'm gonna hit that one. I'm, you know, like I always chose something that was uh, of right. a certain level of importance. How like let's say you have a, a checklist of twenty items, right? And twenty would be marriage. And anywhere in between would be like different milestones that kind of dictate the, the and I'm just using 20 as that's the number. Mm-hmm. So 20 mean, meaning that you the completion of this portion of your checklist is marriage. Uh, at what where would you rank the importance of meeting your mom and your sister? That's so far down the line. So that's like closer to 20. Yeah. All right. So that means that but, well, it depends on the depends on the occasion, because I could just be bringing so what you around to, to to be to meet them as like, all right, hey, uh, check this out. So what would fast track that process? Then? Like if you're dating this chick, you're really like digging her. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have like 12 more boxes before she, you know, what I'm saying mentally, you got 12 more boxes. She got 12 more things to actually accomplish before she meets your mom and your sister. But I can't let you do that. I can't let you do happens. that. Something happens where it fast tracks the meeting. That means you bypass those other 12 things to get to the meeting. I still got to get those other things done because in there, I may miss something that may tell like, oh, you missed this step. And that's why you you uh, messed up in the end and didn't see where it was going to go wrong. You know what I mean? It could be something that's so simple as just eating. Right. You know what I mean? It could be something that's hanging around you. And me and we're having a conversation. You know what I mean? It, it could yeah, be she got interacts in these different scenarios and just checking her, just checking her temperature pretty much. Yeah. So 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 fast tracking may get you closer to the goal, but in the end, I'm still gonna slow it down and be like, yo, you still oh she didn't do this. Right. I got that, you. Yeah, that thing. So that's the reason why I asked is because I know like a lot of people fast track, like you had mentioned earlier, through like if a pregnancy occurs or something like that. If she gets pregnant, of course you're gonna take her a little bit more seriously because your child is involved your unborn child is involved but at the end of the day she still owns she owns that you know what i'm saying like you're you're responsible for your part in it but she has the she owns the the outcome women own the outcome of sex and pregnancy and stuff like that you know what i'm saying uh but if she gets knocked up then of course you look at it like okay i need to probably take her a little bit more seriously because she's the potential mother of my child yeah. and I need to at least make sure that she's protected as such. A lot of the times though, like I, I realized that like you could, you could date women and you'll meet key members of her, her circle, family, friends, whatever, in a certain order that may seem way quicker than what you would, you know what I'm saying? You would select for your own self. Like you say, your mom, your sisters would be closer to like end game. Like mm-hmm. I will, whereas a woman will introduce you to like her best buddy, like somewhere around her number five, her number four, you know what I'm saying? Like she's already chosen you and selected you as her man closer. You, she's made you her boyfriend way sooner than you made her your, your girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? She just hasn't said it or she's waiting on you to say it, but in her head, you're already chosen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and a lot of that can be indicated by like who she introduces you to, how they react to you, the conversations mm-hmm. they have behind the scenes when you're not around. So you could be, like you have you have no intentions on actually cuffing her up because she just has not met the mark yet, but you keep her around because you're giving her a chance to actually correct it. But in her head, you the perfect motherfucking dude. You know what I'm saying? In her head, 
she's already close to fucking marriage. You've met her dad or her mom or her brothers. Everybody fucking loves you, but you ain't. she ain't meet nobody close to you other than maybe a, a couple homies. Like your inner circle, she still hasn't met them yet because in your mind, she's, she, she might embarrass you or she might not necessarily hold. And, and one of those things for me is, 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 is being on time, right? right. I mean, is everything. Yeah. Being on time. Like if, if we agree that dinner is 7 30, 8 o'clock, my place or your place, right? I'm going to be there at 7 o'clock or 7 30, right? To make sure that I'm on time, I can help set up or I can get comfortable and be around you and everything, where you can be around me and you can be comfortable and stuff like that. And we can have a small conversation or we can pour some wine and talk or whatever it may be. Um, and the punctuality of the last person just was non existent. So it was, it was like no matter. <clears throat> No matter how good she could have been, the punctuality, the, the laziness, um, all the excuses that I had to deal with, those were things that just like was just cutting it, just cutting a branch down, just right. cutting, uh, burning a bridge, I should, I should say. And I was just like, man, I can't. How can I have you around my family if you can't be on time for nothing? Right. Because respect for people's time is, is like for men amongst men, the respect for other people's time is everything. Swing and back around. The, like the the idea that you you know what I'm saying that other people's time isn't as as valuable or as important as your own is a very disrespectful uh, concept. Absolutely, and it, it is not once or twice where it will happen. It's every time. It's every time. It's like ninety percent of the time you late. Like how are you late every time? Every time that we have something, you're late. Every time we're supposed to do something, you're late. And then you say, "Oh, I had something come up." You could have let me know that an hour ago or when it happened. Even if it was in the last 15 minutes, you could have told me. Right. You know what I mean? So the fact that you didn't consider my time, my energy, and the things that I'm putting together, that lets me know, like, this is this is something that you don't take serious enough to me. Right. I mean, and that's the, and that, I'm just asking these questions because I think, like, this is a conversation a lot of people aren't having. Yeah. Like, like these, these concepts. Um, I think, like, when we have, when we talk about, um, moving the black family forward or just moving black interaction forward things like that like we mm -hmm. we're so we're so wrapped up in the rat race we so like everybody's trying to get keep money in their pocket everybody's trying to chase their career path blah 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 but our own one-on-one -on -one interactions are kind of like cluttered with all of this minutia whereas like people don't respect each other's time people don't respect respect each other's space privacy um you know you know what i'm saying like and i feel like uh a lot of it it, it, it comes from like uh, social media, the, our usage of it, our uh, our information exchanges, stuff like that. So like when you come down, when you when you actually strip away all of the the elements and you just get down to like, what is it that I require for my time? Because everything is an exchange. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like you you date you you go approach this woman because women still for some reason want to be approached in the day and time where it's dangerous for men to approach women. They still choose to be approached if you as a man that's confident in your ability to actually draw women in and actually have these conversations a lot of times they're still not ready for you to have these conversations because they just haven't been equipped you know what I'm saying they haven't been trained properly correct and that comes from upbringing as well because i know i've been around uh some women that i i i consider as being going to the next level with and within the past few years on well, maybe what two maybe three but in the process of that when i'm when we're talking and I'm talking just as calm as I am to you right now, right. they say I come off as aggressive or 
I come off as abrasive and things like that. And it's just that I, I know what I want. I know what I'm looking for. And I'm not going to play with you when it comes to getting those. I'm not going to play with you when it comes to striving for and getting those things. If you if you're offended by this because that you've never heard nobody talk like this and, and you don't know how to take it. And it's never when I, I, I say these things, it's never to be offensive and it's never been offensive. You no, know, it's just me having a regular conversation. When you ask me what's my three to five year plan or when you ask me, hey, um, where do you when was the last time you taken a vacation or how far have you been out of the country? And I answer those questions and we end up having these uh, 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 exchanges over over Estonia or, or Bora Bora and things like that. And, right. and, and they're not compatible. They're not compatible. Excuse me. <clears throat> they're not compatible or I come off as abrasive. How are you offended by the stuff that I'm saying to me? Right. That just lets me know that you, you haven't been around the proper people to talk about these type of things. So for me, I just, I just fall back in those type of settings, man. It's just like, all right, this, this ain't going nowhere. You ever consider this though, bro? This is something that a lot of, I think art people don't really think of because we're like living two different lives simultaneously in most cases. All right. Or three. Or three. Yeah. We live the life of how people in our family, the people who love us intimately kind of uh, view us. We live that yep. life. We live the life of the job that we work or a career path that we're on. And yep. then we live the life of of survival out here in the world. So like in uh, the life of survival out in the world is really uh, can, is really based on like where you grow up. Like if you grew up in, in Roseland. I was going to say, I was going to say your show, social life. I was going to say social life. So like you grow up in an environment where, uh, where, you, where criminality is like the primary element or you grow up in an environment where racism is the primary element. Any, all of these different things kind of factor in for black people more so than almost anybody else. Uh, we kind of like, like we look, we even view each other as a potential threat because where we come from in some, in most cases, we are the potential threat to one another. You know Correct. what I'm saying? The and way you like, look at uh, someone can, can get you hurt. Yeah. The, what faction you, you may be from or, or look like you might be from. Staring too long. Yeah. All of that stuff. So, and on top of that, we're still trying to have functional love lives. You know what I'm saying? So like who you are to your, like how you're viewed, how I'm viewed by my dad, how I'm viewed by my sisters, how I'm viewed by my, my kids. You know what I'm saying? Everybody viewed me as being like a leader. I got this leader energy. So they kind of viewed me as the, the fixer. I'm the solutions guy. I'm the guy who, you know what I'm saying? I'm the logical one. I go to work and I take on another leadership role. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't, I try not to ever, um, I try not to go into the whole, uh, playing both sides of, you know what I'm saying, with white people. I try not to do that. I feel like I got to be me. I'm going to be me. I know how to be me without having to fake it. So mm -hmm. I know how to go in and I don't necessarily have to fucking soft shoot for these people. I'm not going to walk on eggshells in front of y'all while I do my job. And then because I'm from the city, I'm, I'm from, from Chicago, I know that it's a certain element of danger if you don't conduct yourself a particular way. So I'm carrying myself in that way as well, no matter where I'm at, Iowa, Indiana, Tennessee, Kentucky, anywhere, I'm still, I feel like I'm at the most, I'm at the highest level of alertness because of where I grew up. So I'm always alert to my surroundings and stuff like that. So I conduct myself in that way. But so I, I have to like pick apart each one of those elements of who I am and find like the appropriate components to put together to create my dating self. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because if you're going to, if you're introducing a person into your life, it's a job you're offering them. 
And also you're auditioning for a role as well in their life. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. It's, not, it's not always about what they bring to you, but what you guys bring to each other. And to find that compatibility, a lot of times, uh, I think a lot of people hit desperation and they be so thirsty for the attention because they lead with sex mm -hmm. as opposed to like just really stick it to the stick it to their guns and saying, you know what, let's just find it, figure out what, what makes us compatible before we go there. Yeah. Because a lot of times leading with sex, sex is easy. Anybody can get it. And it kills, it will kill the momentum or whatever uh, fellowship or relationship you may have with a person. Because if, if, it's, if that's being, if that's the lead, if that's how you leading, again, well, like we said in the beginning, if there is no real passion for that person or no real desire to want to be with that person and want to know them, you're going to go then. Now what? Yeah. Cause post nut clarity going to kill all that. Yeah. No clarity. Like whatever intentions you previously had to actually learn who this person is, uh, figure out whether or not there's some compatibility, sexual compatibility, taking, taking, uh, 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 a priority will kill it every time. Because especially like, if, because as men, we don't even realize that most of the time, we don't need two hours to fuck. We don't need it. No, because what's what's contained in our breakfast, uh, our breakfast milkshake is everything is there. Yeah, you know you got you get all we need to do is just bust. Yeah, you need <laughs> you got two eggs, uh, a sausage, and a nut. You know what I mean? Like you, you right. get all that in, in one scoop. So for us, the the whole thing about being a minute man, you know, I'm not saying that that's that's the correct way to do it, but right, you know, for us, everything is contained as far as making making a baby is contained in that like it's there yeah, us, we, us, there's no preparation it's no preparation no it, it's not for us <laughs> us extending the ability to to go longer and have endurance and stamina is based on that's the fact personal. that that's not yeah that's personal that's, yeah that's and, us wanting to be there <laughs> <laughs> that's that he's on some real shit that's us literally wanting to be there like oh shit i really dig this chick yeah I fuck i'm enjoying this exchange because if a nigga is trying to smash and dash, she, she got to view that in a particular way. She has to have a pragmatic view of saying, damn, I didn't audition well enough. You see what I'm saying? And the same same for guys, though, because women, women like sex as much as men. But a woman's orgasm doesn't have, serve the same purpose as a man's orgasm. Theirs is purely personal. Their, their orgasm is purely personal. Theirs is purely for their pleasure. There's no th Their orgasm does not determine whether or not a child is made. No, and it's just them and their connection to you when they have yeah, one. Exactly. You've, you've actually served them a bonus by giving them a nut. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for them, it's like for them chasing and pursuing that and having and then sharing like similar fucking like because nowadays in, in modern times, women have similar sex drives as men because they spend a lot of time learning how to be in the same spaces as men. So they, you know what I'm saying? They find ways to adapt. But it still doesn't change the fact that the, the basic premise behind everything that we do is strictly for the survival of the species, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's all for the, like all this other stuff is extra as hell. Like you, you want to find the best mate, the best candidate to produce a child with. Absolutely. Because, because you don't want to have a child with any defects or, any, you know what I'm saying? A child that's, you want a child that's going to survive and thrive. You know what I'm saying? Because that's an extension of who you are as a species, as a, as a, as a mammal, but because we, we uh, trivialize those exchanges, those energy exchanges and, and just sex in general, a lot of it just end in, you know what I'm saying? Dysfunctional relationships and babies being made. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kids that probably, cause nobody fucking asked to be here. I ain't asked to be in this motherfucker. I know you didn't ask to be in this motherfucker, Mm-mm. but you know what I'm saying? And sometimes the evidence of, of what a per, what your parents' intentions were is right there in front of your fucking face, though, your whole upbringing. You know what I'm saying? You could tell that you was a oops baby. You can tell when you was, a, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro. So, yeah, like, it's, it's to crazy. Move, to move different is really key, man. You got to really move, like you said, move with purpose. Yeah, but, but, but that comes with, again, with that upbringing. Someone somewhere a cousin an uncle a dad a granddaddy someone has to has to 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 plant that type of information so they know hey hey you can't just be out here uh shooting your load off shooting up the club you know hoping for a baby or trying to prove that you can make a baby like that's that's not the way to do it and to the young men out there man you got to realize you could be not only ruining your life but you could be ruining another woman's life by just having a baby just to have one and i'm not saying don't make babies but I'm not pro or against anything, but uh, you got to be very careful of that, man, because some of these women have the potential or the ability. I ain't going to say potential because potential is one thing other than like actual ability and working like these women have the ability to go out and, and be better women. You, and you may be stopping a future lawyer, scientist or 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 some type of wife that someone really wants and can be accredited to our society and community. And when you just land down, just. Oh, I'm going to get her pregnant with no real goal or, or intention. What the fuck is the purpose of that? Like, what, what's the whole point of that? Even greater than that, because it's like the fact that you stifle your, your like, think about it like this. Everything rise and fall with leadership. Everything begins and ends with leadership, right? And our role as a, as a mammal, as a male mammal in our species is leadership. If we don't have leadership qualities and we're out here having sex, we're actually doing more damage to the species than we know. You see what I'm saying? So like, cause anybody can have sex. Sex is nothing, dude. Homeless motherfuckers have sex. There, there are people who have, uh, there are people whose mental faculties aren't necessarily uh, top tier. Yeah, they, they don't have the best, in, they don't have the best gears, but sexually yeah. they can get going. Actually, they can, all it, all it takes is for them to get it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For her to get wet. Yeah, and I seen crackheads fuck, man. Exactly. So to, to that argument is like, you have to kind of like be a little bit more like, we have to have to be more intentional. We gotta be you know, be more purposeful when we interact because as men, we're the leaders in this. She has to trust your leadership, meaning she has to trust that you can provide and protect. And if you can't, if all if the best you got to offer is some dick and some liquor, and she doesn't have the wherewithal to actually to have the discernment to say, you know what, maybe I should probably hold off. And a lot of women do have women have a lot more restraint than men do when it comes to that. Hell and, yeah. And I think that, but. I feel like the the biggest downside to that is the the fit they because they 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 filter shit through their emotions. They feel pressure to to give it up way sooner than they plan to because they don't want to be a disappointment to this. Yeah, day. and they don't. Yeah, they don't want to lose. Yeah, yeah, you know and, and that's that's filtering it through. again. That's the check boxes. That's why I was saying like when I asked you about meeting your sister and your mom and it being so high up, that being like the highest up to the highest priority on your list you you bypass a bunch to get to that but you say you'll circle back and still check off the other box i, I still gotta i still gotta circle back just because right. you you found a way or mm-hmm. it's working out in the process of you getting there like i still gotta double like yo you miss you miss some steps you know it's still it's you, you still gotta take you gotta take complete, this test you gotta complete the test yeah and that goes the same thing like when women when, when it comes to sex like i feel like women i don't think women 
require guys to go back and check off boxes once they have sex. I think that because guys, because we kind of, it's like a theme that that follows us through fucking generations. Where it's like, uh, as long as you hit, it's a win. You know what I'm saying? It's like I still smashed though. You might not, you might not say, you might say I'm corny, but you let me hit. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of mentality we carry for some odd reasons, like because it's like a trophy. Like, but, that, but that's very low on the totem pole because, I mean, she allowed you to do that. Like that's her giving consent to you. I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Think about it like this though. For a guy who, like if she allowed it, then her for her to say, well, that nigga wasn't shit, that nigga trash, that nigga blah blah, he a broke ass bum. What for her to say all of those things and for him to say, Well, I still hit is saying, You allow me, you allow me, the broke ass bum who ain't shit, access to your body. The the most precious the most thing intimate, you have. The most intimate access. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And women look at it from the angle of, well, it's just sex. No, it's never just sex. It can't no, just be sex because sex make babies. You know what I'm saying? Sex change, changes lives. Women lose their fucking shit over sex. Men lose their shit over sex. That's true. You see what I'm saying? It's motherfuckers over here. If you, if, they, if you think your girl cheating on you and you really sprung over her, you will knock a nigga head off. Absolutely. I know motherfuckers that will kill over their old lady, man. And man. So it's never just sex. So to minimize it is, is, a, is a form of denial. It's like saying, it's like you're not acknowledging the, the, true, the true bullshit that's happening behind the scenes. So, like I said, like if a woman gives up the sex, most, and a lot of them do give it up sooner than they plan. So sex might be like number eight to number 10 on her list. You know what I'm saying? Is the sex good? Is this nigga good at sex? The first fucking, for, first fucking four to nine items on her list might be everything about your personality and how well you are as far as like your manhood. Are you a hardworking man? Blah, blah, blah. But if she lets you smash before she gets to know all those things about you, it's hard for her to double back and learn all that shit because her emotions are attached to her vagina. And if you fuck her good, everything else is all bets off. And now it's, now you her man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She done well, so she thinks. She done, she done fucking, she done fast track the whole goddamn list. Now she telling everybody she got her man and you haven't even agreed to that. Because guess no, what? We still friends. We yeah. still friends. She just let you hit. Yeah. You know what I'm telling you? It's priority, man. It's like, it's interesting how that shit go, man. There's guys out there that, it's like the juxtaposition too for most, for a lot of men. I ain't gonna say most men, for a lot of men. There's a lot of dudes out here who kind of like fall in the female aspect of it. But it's kind of, it's kind of rare where guys actually fall for that shit. Because men are, we we kind of purposeful when it comes to getting a nut. You know what I'm saying? That's why dudes move the way they do. Like, guys will actually just forego whole relationships with women. That You got the whole uh, men going their own way movement. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't want to deal with the bullshit of the checklist, and they just want to smash chicks and, and, and kick them out. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole movement. That was that was early. I mean, for me at least, that was early on. And I didn't even do a lot of kicking out. Like it was just mostly, all right, you know, you got 24 hours, pimp. Figure it out. You got 12 hours, figure it out. This motherfuckers made that their lifestyle. That's an mm-hmm. entire lifestyle. A whole there's a, a segment of, of, of the male species right now. It's I only fucking bitches. I'm not making relationships with them. I don't care about their dreams. I don't care what their hopes and goals are. She better not call me after she get in that Uber. I don't want to hear that she got robbed on the way home. I don't care. All that's I want tough. That, and that's how, and it's a whole segment of them like that, bro. That's because, tough. 
because the modern dating world is kind of is is fucked up, bro. It's, it's like, you like what's out here when I'm when I'm trying the, trying to put I shouldn't even say trying when I'm working on putting on the effort or when I am putting forth I'm not gonna say trying because I don't be trying like I know what I'm doing you know you right. know you know that I know what I'm doing right. um when I'm when I'm doing it I'm out here move, moving around man it's like a lot a lot of lack of responsibility with certain types of individuals it's like yo y'all don't y'all don't have no purpose after just this part of it like y'all want you want to hang out every weekend like all the time like this what you want to do you really spending your money like so what so what's your plan like what are you actually doing that's why I said that that question about the five-year plan is key, boy. If you ask the motherfucker that and they get stuck, that tell you everything you need to know about them. Everything. If they or if they start off this, they response with, well, I feel. As soon as they start off with, well, I feel, you know, whatever you're about to hear after that is straight bullshit. Because you ask the direct question, they can't give you a direct answer and they start leaning into how they feel about shit. But I'm telling you, that this this is like key shit. I tell my sons all the time, bro. Like, look. You pay attention to the motherfuckers and what their life goals are because if they don't if they don't have any responsibility for themselves, they have no respect for themselves. You know what I'm saying? That's that's very key. It's, it's like one of the most important aspects of, of entering relationships with people because we are once you become a once you become a partner in a relationship, you're responsible for your half of that relationship. Correct. You know Correct. And you're you're you are. I think we talked about this before. You are a reflection of that person and they are a reflection of you as well. How they step out and people see them is how people know know you as well. So they know that that's your girl, that's your woman, and they know not to mess with her or they know, hey, that's that's old, that's six over there. Yo, leave her alone. You know what I mean? Everybody know everybody know what time it is. And now you're going to have to go, do the goofy lames and suckers out there that's going to try to pull it and do what they think they can do. But um, each person that you are a representative of each other, you know what I mean? Like once you take on that responsibility, you know, like you, you, you have to be a, a, rep, a, a very great rep, representation of each other. Cause I mean, it's, it's important to kind of like put a, you know what I'm saying? You got to put a flag in some of these aspects of what that list represents. You know what I'm saying? Like each one is a milestone. Mm -hmm. If she could make it past number five, if she can make it past number 10, if she can make, you know what I'm saying? If she can, you know what I'm saying? It's like a, it's like a gauntlet. You want to make sure that she she meets the criteria to become who you ultimately want to make your wife. If your if your goal if your end goal is to be married, because we're species we're a social species, you know what I'm saying, and we're hardcore about family. We we reproduce like fucking crazy, you know what I'm saying. And uh, the the ones that thrive, the ones that actually flourish, the ones that actually make it are the ones that are are, are tight knit, you know what I'm saying. You don't you don't see too many instances. It's rare, bro. It's rare. And it's and we kind of like we live in a society that sells dreams, but it's rare that a motherfucker who grow up under like the, the worst outcome of, of parents end up thriving and become like super uh successful in whatever career path that they want to be on. Because you gotta have some form of an example to base your your moves on, bro. Yeah, it's somebody gotta be able to grab you up and go, yo, yo, we this is how we move. We don't do yes. things like that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, bro, I see you out here, but I'm going to need you to dial it back a little bit because yeah. right now you're looking real crazy out here. You know yeah, tone it down. Yeah, I see. And I know what you're capable of. Same thing with the young ladies, man. Like all that twerking on the internet and, and Instagram modeling and shit. I know what you're trying to accomplish, but trust me, that ain't it. That ain't it. I you know should not be doing this for no likes and no views. You know what I mean? Like that is that should not be the end goal. Yeah. It, it's rare. It's very rare. Like, okay, you made 
you made your first $50,000 on OnlyFans as a model. You did the bare minimum of what you could possibly do as a human being to make the most money you've ever made in your life. And that still ain't no money, ma. That still ain't no money. You could work at a factory and make more than that in a year. You made $50,000 and you made your first $50,000 in, in 90 days. But guess what? The only reason why is because you was new. The dudes that's paying that money, the motherfuckers that's spending that bread on OnlyFans, them some fat motherfuckers, them some motherfuckers who don't, who don't get ass. So of course they throwing their little resources at you. And guess what? When the new chick pop, when the new chick log in and she set up her account, they're not looking at you no more. Now they're going over to see what this new chick got to sell. And then when she get old, they're going to move on to the next chick and see what she got to sell. Absolutely. You know and, what I'm saying? and that money could be better spent doing other things as well, instead of worrying about them eyelashes and everything else. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, not just those fat motherfuckers behind these keyboards or all the guys beating their dick to you. It's guys that you could be moving around in the corporate circle and do some of the same stuff for, yep. for less without even doing that, without uh, removing your clothes. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to know. Having long-term skill sets established. Yeah. 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 Learning some things about yourself that can actually be paid forward when you actually do become middle-aged. And you ain't necessarily the, the hottest chick on the internet no more. Because the only thing you're selling on the internet is your youth and your body. Yeah. That's it. When, Ladies, all, when, that, when that run out, it's a wrap. Yeah. Learn to sell your talents, not your soul. What dude said on the internet, I don't remember who said it. He was like a chick turned 18 every day. He was like, a, there's, a, there's a group of chicks that turn 18 every day. And that means that they legally able to replace you on the internet. They old enough to set a, a fucking OnlyFans account and become the next big thing. And they not even guaranteed to get it because it's so many of them. It's a lot of them. It's and the a same, lot of them out here. Like these dudes out here trying to be, you know what I'm saying, SoundCloud rappers and shit like that. It's the same thing, but the, the risk is lower for a young dude trying to rap versus a chick selling her booty. It, it's it's crazy, man. Like it's, I think we said this before, we, we're regressing with the age of technology. We are regressing. We aren't getting better. We are reg regressing. Right. Uh, the, the computers and everything is changing and it's moving forward. And we're doing the least amount of shit to be successful. Yep. Not as progressive. Our conversations are becoming like base level. Uh, we're not really exploring the, the possibility that we might be wrong and what we need to learn to correct that. We get we literally argue bullshit against facts. Bullshit against facts, man. And then on top of that, you know, these, these type of conversations I don't need to have with uh, all the time with a woman I'm dating, but at least tell me where your, where your mind really is. Like, tell me how you think. I, I want to know deeper shit about you when, I, when I'm talking to you. Because if not, I'm going to change this whole dynamic and turn it into what I want it to be. And we know what the goal is at that point. Or I'm just not going to I'm just not going to be bothered with you like. Once I get that type of information out of the situation, I can't talk to you. Oh, no. Let's turn this of, into something fun. A lot of times it come down to like uh, chasing that dream. Like a lot of times, like guys feel like they need to enter it as though they trying to uh, sell trips to Dubai and shit like that or, or, or Cabo or some shit like that. And women enter it thinking, I'm going to find me a nigga who's going to sponsor trips to Dubai or Cabo or something like that. No, they, don't, they don't have no long-term goals. That's why it's a lot of motherfuckers. I see, see little videos and stories online where a chick get flown out and she try to curve the nigga when she gets to the hotel and act like, well, she, she, she thought they were just friends. Like, and how many friends do you got that's going to fly you out somewhere and 
in separate hotels. He make sure you're comfortable, but he can't, he don't have no access to you. You tripping, shorty. Tripping. You knew what this was. This nigga, this nigga, like he just got money to throw away. And then I see it all the time when dude be like, well, uh, I'm trying to come through and see you since you're in town. She's like, well, I'm tired right now. Come see me in the morning. The morning come, he hit her up and then she started acting like, well, I ain't know you was trying to do this and I ain't know you was trying to do that. He was like, well, now that you know and you're not into that, well, your ticket going to be at the airport. I'm finna go ahead and cancel the room for the rest of the weekend. And, and that's the end of the story. She'd be salty. You know what I'm saying? Because now like you ain't got no place to go. And now right. you got to go out here and figure out how to hustle using your looks and body. And that's if the nigga. And that's if the nigga got enough, you know what I'm saying? If, if the nigga's smooth enough to just go ahead and, and pay for her trip back. Because a lot of dudes buy him a one-way ticket to them. And if she she tripped, then that's on her. She got to figure out her own way home. Figure it out. Figure it out. I ain't flying you out for nothing. Let, right. let me let me say that to you. Y'all really think guys are flying you out just to look just at you? Company? Because <laughs> they want somebody to play cards with. You know how many millions of women? Yeah. Just play Spades and Uno and Monopoly and, and life with your ass. Motherfuckers got is plenty of women around here every day that do see. You think they flying you out here just you getting flued out just to hang out with a motherfucker just to sit in a hotel? Hell no. Motherfuckers ain't spending got, no money on you for that. Got this two-player game on his Xbox and he need a second player to right. <laughs> fuck out of here. Oh, you in to be his player too? He need a badminton partner or some shit like that. Ain't ain't no shit like that happen. Ain't no man flying you out just to, just so he can look at you. Y'all know what it is if he flying you out. And y'all need to have an understanding of that if you're not interested in that, you need to be honest. Be be honest. be honest and be upfront. Say that shit like, yo, my man, I don't mind coming out here to the city with you and fucking with you and everything, but I gotta let you know I ain't on that type of time with you. Like man. this is it's not going in that direction. Like I wanna or, I wanna kick it with you, but we ain't doing that. And if you selling ass, just sell the ass. Just sell the ass. Tell this nigga, like, look, I'm gonna need the ticket for this. It's gonna cost this much to smash. Just be one dudes. Dudes honestly, will respect dudes have, that. Dudes, dudes have dudes no problem. I'm telling you, dudes, honestly, whether dudes buy ass or not, the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. And men pay for pussy every day, man. Don't every think day. you don't. It's, it's senators out here paying for you. It, hey, it's it's a lot going on out here. And, and dudes will, like, if you got a whole price and listing and all that, there's some guys out here that'll go for that. They don't mind tricking off the money, like as they say. Especially if he was worth the fucking flight. If he willing to pay for the fucking flight, this odds are this is a strong possibility he don't mind paying for the smash. He done already put put the bread up. Oh yeah, he didn't spend what a thousand dollars to get you out here for the weekend or whatever. You already might you might as well just go ahead and let him know. Look, when I get here, sloppy top plus the guac guac in the hot box. You know, it's it's this this is the price. But if you just want the guac guac three thousand, it's this price. Y'all might as well just go ahead and just be honest. Because the game is the game, and that shit ain't stopped since the beginning of the time. I don't, honestly, bro, and I, I don't know because I don't because I think like it, there's different levels and layers to this shit. I know the work, the circles that I move in, the people that I interact with, the guys that I know. I never see these conversations play out. I don't hear these conversations actually occur. Nobody talked to me about it in this way, but I hear about it outside of like my circles and shit like that. And I hear about it when I see like younger people than myself actually talk about dating. It's almost mm -hmm. like they don't have the skills to actually interact. Men or women don't have the skills to interact. And it's almost it's almost like a standoff between men and women when it comes to like the younger folks. It's weird out here, man. It's, it's weird. Like, I told my I told my shorty, I was like, I I'll be I do the dolo solo, you know what I'm saying? Before I, I before I get out here and be trying to play that game with these motherfuckers, dude. I cause 
I'm I'm hard I'm hardwired to be monogamous. You know what I'm saying? I don't have the time to be fucking running a, a rotation and all of those shit. I hear you. I hear you. Know you know what I'm saying? Like some dudes, some dudes can't even manage a rotation. I know I can manage one. I just don't have the patience because I know my value. That's a, and that's the whole point. Like you get tired of you will for for me at some point you will get tired of the gambit of maneuvering these different pieces around and making sure that they're adding up or this person's on point or I can maneuver this person around. That shit get that shit get played out, man. Big time. And it, and you know that like because time is limited, that you don't want to waste the, what you have one your most precious valuable asset, which is your time. You don't want to waste that on somebody who de- who's not deserving of it. Yeah. And, and just because they in their feelings about it don't mean that they right. And that don't mean you succumb to it. But as a man, because again, we are the heart, we're the we're the gatekeepers of time. We're the gatekeepers of relationships and marriage. Why would we just give that away at the at the idea that we might smash? Vagina feels the same from one person to the next, bro. It just depends on how how good your stroke is. Cause she's gonna fuck you back as good as you fuck her. You know what I'm saying? And and really. And on some real shit, if you if you're a quality dude, they're gonna come to you with it. They're gonna that's gonna be their sacrifice at the altar. They're gonna bring it to you. Like, look, this is all I got. I, I really want to be with you. I see how you move. Yeah. You know and, dudes do it every day too. And it's so a small I, amount of women who ha- who feel different when you're uh when you're sexually involved. It's a very small amount of women, as far as I know, that feel any different. Man. Now, I'm just I'm not I'm not saying like anything woman, bad, but if a just, woman is truly attracted to you, if a woman is 100 percent truly attracted to you, she really turned on by you. It's, it's going to be awesome every fucking time. Mm-hmm, if she's not, she not digging you, you going to body like, performs oh, differently when she her body performs differently when she's actually into you. Same thing with us. Like if, if you really digging a chick, if, if you go, you, you notice the difference about you when you really looking forward to this versus where it's just convenient and it's a smash. You know what I'm saying? Your performance, everything gonna be different. It's yeah, just I, I approach you. I approach you different. Um, leading up to that moment is gonna be a lot different if I'm just trying to smash. It's a dance. It's mm-hmm. a fucking dance. You know what I'm saying? It's the courtship of it. Everything of it. Every aspect of it become more intricate when you're really into it. When that's when that's your pursuit, and she knows it. When you both share the same goal, and you know where this is gonna end, but you know you got some time between now and that moment. It's a dance, and 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 it can get fucked up real easy between the two of you. Between you two, if the shit ends up in miscommunication, so that's why it's it's imperative that men learn how to communicate with women and women learn how to listen. You know what I'm saying? Like if women, because women have the control. Like all they got to do is be the gatekeepers of sex. Gatekeep that shit. Lock it down. Don't just don't just make it available to any other motherfucker. Make a motherfucker feel like, damn, I really work for that. Dude, that'll change everything. But women are so women feel like sexual liberation means. I can give it to anybody I want to because I need a nut too. And you think that's like, all women or just certain certain? It's groups? definitely not all women, but it's a nice chunk of them, bro. It's a nice chunk, especially like generationally. Genera- generationally, women be feeling like they like they can do what we do. You know what and I'm you, saying? And you can't. You really because what you're doing to yourself is you're the fact they they're, they're defiling themselves. Yeah, you're defiling yourself and you're deteriorating the the quality of who you actually are by trying to do the things that a man does, and that is not your purpose. I'm telling you, it's definitely not all women. It can't be all women. It's impossible it can't be. to be all women. But it's a nice amount who, mm-hmm. and it was crazy. It's like, honestly, 
the ones who aren't even living that lifestyle of like sexual freedom don't hold them don't hold their sisters accountable for their actions. Like if I got a buddy out here who moving reckless and I see him just around here, like if you got a good woman at home, you know what I'm saying? And I see him like really moving reckless, I'm gonna say something like, bro, you good? You know what I'm saying? We're gonna have this conversation. I wanna see what you know what I'm saying, where his head at. I'm not judging him, but I want to see where his head at. Why you, you know what I'm saying, why you moving like this, bro? You know what I'm saying? Because I look at it like this: the most loyal person to you, you doing this behind her back. So if you if you do if this is how you do her, I'm your guy. How you gonna do me? Yeah. What do you say about me when I ain't around? Yeah, you dig what I'm saying. So that's the way I move. But see, it's all about accountability. Um, but on the other side of that, you have scenarios where like chicks will be like, uh, she'll she'll be talking to her friends, and I've heard these conversations like, girl, fuck him, he ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? He'll do it to you. And before you know it, she's sucking nine dicks in the night. You know what I'm saying? She go to the bar, she meet her random ass nigga who got a little bread and he he making her feel special. He got bought her some drinks and kind of find out he a bum ass nigga, but he got to smash. But her nigga at home who ain't cheating on her, you know what I'm saying? Don't know that she out here throwing that ass. It's tough, you know man. man. It's, it's tough. Crazy. It's all about the individual and what the intentions are. You got to have, you got to move with purpose. And it's crazy having women say that they want a good man and, and God give me a it's how people say that in general, right? Yeah. God give me a sign. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes I think people need to realize that God don't really give you signs. He gives you lessons. Right. You know what I mean? Like he don't give you signs. He gives you the lessons. You want a good man? All right, here go a good man. Show me that you can keep him. Or here go half of what you want right here. Show me that you can do. Show me you know how to deal with that. Sometimes we say, oh man, I want to make more money. Then the job and the opportunity. The opportunity comes to make $12,000 more, $10,000 more, and you yep. fuck it up. That's the lesson right there. Oh, you 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 want more? Here, I'll give it to you. Right. I'll give it to you. I'm a, how are you going to manage that? How are you going to approach this? Do Are you moving with purpose and intention when I get this to you? Because if not, you're going to fuck it up. And then from there, God, the universe, whatever goes, all right, we can't give it to you no more because you mismanaged it. You mismanagement. This is all you, you, you don't even know how to deal with what I give you. You don't even know how to move with purpose. I gave it to you. It was right there in front of you. And now you want to make excuses for your lack of ability to address this shit and take care of it properly. Mm -hmm. I don't think people understand that people, oh, I need God to give me a sign. Sometimes God, the universe gives you whatever it is you fucking ask him for. And sometimes it comes in small bits and pieces. Some people may go from $10 an hour to making $15 an hour. Can you manage that extra $5? They say it's like what seven or eight billion people on earth. Yep. Seven or eight. So you got all of these people praying for all of these different things, right? You got people praying for food, praying for shelter, praying for uh the health of their loved ones and blah blah blah. And then you got these motherfuckers asking God, help me pick the right penis. Help me pick the right vagina. You know what I'm saying? Like where your priorities at, my guy? What are your priorities at? Like, what are, we, what are we really doing here? Like, because it's not, honestly, it's not rocket science, bro. It's just like stepping outside of your personal feelings on all of this shit. Step away from everything that you think you know and just reserve yourself for the idea that you may just be wrong about a lot of shit. Absolutely. You know and, and maybe you need to rethink some things so that you don't fuck up somebody else's life. You know what I'm saying? Because ego will have us out here looking crazy, bro. Ego has has us as a as a race of people already looking wild. My ego, yo, once upon a time, my ego had me looking dumb as fuck. I look back at that shit like, yo, fam, what were you thinking? Like, 
you were moving so reckless and, and irresponsibly, like and blowing, we are, we are blowing opportunities all the time, blowing opportunities, like just talking to people any kind of way, messing up the, the network of people that I was trying to deal with or, or just hanging with the wrong people. And I'm not talking about in the streets, but just hanging with the wrong people. General. Yeah. To, to make sure that my network is, 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 is self-sufficient and running to make sure that I can get to certain things and get to certain places. And you out here dealing with these ignorant fool ass people, man, that shit wasn't, that shit was, wasn't helping. It was harming you. You was, you and wasted time. And we had this idea that we can save one another from ourselves. When the truth of the matter is the only true way you can actually save somebody is to hold the mirror up. You know what I'm saying? Reflect to them what, what it is that you see that needs to be corrected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As opposed, like, there's a difference between, like, throwing it up in their face, like, man, you fuck up, you blah, blah, blah. But just show them, like, look, bro, this is why I'm seeing you got gaps in your, your development. This is where I can see you actually improving. And, and having those conversations, have, being open to those conversations is more important than just having those conversations because you can't have them if you're not open to it. Yeah, we, and that's another thing to the, all the folks listening when y'all hear this. We can't continue to move in a closed-minded manner and thinking that our opinion is what matters the most. You know, people can't, it's called constructive criticism. We have to be able to, at some point, be able to talk to Six and, oh, we have to, me and Six, I can communicate, I, yo, Six, what am I doing wrong on the mic? Right. Yeah, what you think I should do different here, here, and in, in, in there? That's the ability to not just lead, but be the follower and be able to take. How to pivot in and out of the road. Absolutely. And be able to take information without saying that six is hating on me or, or you know, he, he's, he's jealous of what I'm doing. It don't have nothing to do with that. If someone is telling you that they see gaps in what you're doing, they're trying to provide you with information to help you improve what it is that you're doing or even in your quality of life. If someone is saying, yo, my man, I, I know what you're trying to accomplish, but the way you're going about it is just it's just totally wrong and reckless, man. I think you should short shorten certain things over here and, and work on these things like that. Like we have to get to that point where we at, we are being social with one another, not to disagree or to to hurt each other. It's not to be destructive, it's to be constructive and make sure that we 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 are a better examples of one another. We have to be open to correction. We mm -hmm. have to understand that we're not going to get it right all the time. And we have to understand that just because we didn't get it right, that when a person's correcting us, that they're looking down on us. And even if we do view them as looking down on us, there's there's a there's there's something we need to fix. You see what I'm saying? Like if you view if you view my criticism as me looking down on you and you get upset about it, you have to have the maturity to say, hold on, this is my guy. Why would, why would I feel my guy is judging me in a negative light? Let me look at whether it, what it is I'm seeing, what I'm feeling about it, and let's have this conversation. But I never but, felt that way. So just so people know, I never felt that way. So like a lot of the times, like when we hear feed, when we receive feedback, are we truly receiving it? You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or are we hearing words that make us feel a particular way? You know what I'm saying? So... When you step when you step away from those feelings, and I'm not saying because feelings are are important in terms of survival. You know what I'm saying? You feel danger. You know what I'm saying? Fear helps you sense danger. You know Keeps you alive. Uh, anger helps you uh, establish uh, where the line is amongst people or or a threat. So if you feel angry, more times than not, you feel a threat around you, and you want to kind of protect yourself from that threat. 
it's all, it's all kinds of different elements that we kind of like we minimize because we feel like it's not masculine or it's not manly to have these feelings. But truth of the matter is like, dude, we don't acknowledge the fact that in our humanity, the best thing that keeps us alive is the way we feel about shit. We're never advanced. So like if I'm if I'm receiving some feedback from you and I feel salty, it's OK that I feel salty, but let's address it. You know what I'm saying? Because the end goal, the end goal isn't to make you feel salty. It's it's that there's some things that I think that you should take under consideration, into consideration, and and give it a better look, give it a deeper look. You know, worry about this part of of things instead of that. Right. But um, I think yeah, I think that's part of the the lack of social social development in 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 our people right now or people just in general like i remember you remember growing up in a book when we when we had report cards like that was a thing like your participation and your critical thinking like all those things used to be a part of your report card now i I, then i don't know about now i think that i have my i have like this i have a really strong opinion about like the school system and uh report cards and stuff like that i get why they existed i know why report cards i know why the curriculum was structured the way it was structured but i do see also the value and why they structured it that way you know what i'm saying they were really like trying to figure out who was going to be the strongest candidates to be our next leaders in society and blah 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 absolutely and anybody else would just be workers and so forth and so on down the list and uh if you step outside of like the the, the basic format of what this what the what the what structure the the report card represented those report cards will serve a bigger purpose on a social level amongst us if we just held each other to those same standards. Say it again, say that part again. I said that those uh, those criteria on a report card would serve us a bigger purpose if we held those same criteria for each other in a social setting. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you think about it, like, the, how you choose your friends is not, not so different than the way a job chooses its employees, its candidates. You know what I'm saying? The difference would be like the the interview process and stuff like that. But our interview process for our friend group, it really consists of whether or not we got something in common. Do I respect this person's opinion? Because it's general conversations you have with people that subconsciously are just tests. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can, you, you, every, you, you shit test people before you let them enter your circle. You know what I'm saying? So like a lot of what we do, uh, it's based on a report card in that way. You know what I'm saying? Is this person, does this person have uh, comprehension deficiencies? Does this person have a hard time comprehending? Maybe so, but this person is strong in all these other areas. So I'll allow my friendship to be shared with them mm-hmm. and I can help them develop comprehension skills, hopefully. Or this person might, this person might uh, be a class clown, but this person is great with fucking money. This yeah. person is, you know what I'm saying? So I got that one friend in my circle who's a financial genius. Yeah, but, great with math and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, and they might be articulate at the same time. It's just that they don't have the capability of focusing on certain other things when yeah. it comes to learning. Yep. And there so, are people like that. Yeah. There are people like but that. I don't think, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure that a lot of us really consider those things when we, when we, I don't think we're consciously considering those things when we're choosing our peer group. That's why, like a lot, like I don't, I don't, I've never kept a lot of people around me. As many times you came to the lab, it's always the same people. Who, mm. if, if the house was full of motherfuckers, the house was full of the same motherfuckers who was there the last time. The house was full of motherfuckers. It was never like a new motherfucker just pop up. Like, oh, who is this nigga? It was either somebody from the old crew or someone from the current crew. That was it. And that was it. That's all. 
And uh, and it's mainly because we all share similar interests. You see what I'm saying? But that's just the way I select my peer group. You know what I'm saying? And that's not to say that I don't have like some thugged out niggas in my peer group on the other side. It's just that I know that this side can't interact with that side. And I'm not foolish enough to mix the two. You know what I'm saying? This side over here that I have a, a tight bond with my fucking tote guns, but they've never been around my family. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. This side over here, they they womanize, they love women, but I fuck with them because they're they live in a truth. They don't have they don't got wives and children at home that they just fucking around on. This is just they just live that life. Yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So it's like I have I, I I make sure I set a standard of what this is what it is that's acceptable to be in my presence. And, and, and absolutely, I I do it too. You know you know that I, I do that too. I can't have pistol tote motherfuckers around my mother and my aunties and my and my and my and my cousins right. my cousins may be a little bit more comfortable around that because they understand what that is but i don't bring them around because i know something may alter the way that they are hanging out mm-hmm. and it may cause a situation and it may make it uncomfortable and in those situations no matter how cool you are with people sometimes you're just you know a guy on st- in in a midst of confusion and you can't do nothing about it so it's best to to avoid that type of shit uh definitely so i i, I definitely agree with that um i, I know people you know it's the same sh- look i invite people out even when i invite those type of motherfuckers i know where we can go and i know where we can't go 100 i know where we can go and i know where we can't go i know if if certain groups of these gone tote motherfuckers is going to be smoking weed i know i can't take them to a certain spot certain spots if i know they're gonna be chill i know that i may be able to take them to that spot because they're not gonna say nothing they're gonna order some some regular ass food and they're gonna just be happy to be out and not be around some confusion anything to keep them relaxed but that other group of guys who may be doing a lot more shit i can't take them everywhere because that ain't their type of environment and the crazy part about it though is like uh like on a on a per- interpersonal side of things like because we're very like as men, we're selective. We got to make sure we have like our friend, our peer group, our friends. Friends are like our army. You know what I'm saying? You got your uh, your front line. You got your you got your infantry. You got your people that work in the back and they do uh, they do analytics. You know what I'm saying? Everybody plays a role. Yeah. So that's why it's like it's imperative to kind of like have that same type of discernment when you you know what I'm saying when you move in. And, you know what I'm saying, especially in modern times, bro, because most most I see like a lot of people don't have like they so open to like. Uh, they, I guess the idea is not to be judgmental or whatever, but I feel like the biggest thing that, that that saved my life and saved the lives of a lot of people that I love is being judgmental, being a little bit more discerning, you know what I'm saying, realizing that not everybody deserves access to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's a big cool. thing, too. That's a very big thing. Like, yeah, he cool or she cool, but I don't fuck with them like that. I don't fuck with them like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that we we have interactions. We're not friends. I don't I wouldn't consider them a friend because I don't I haven't I would the shit the type of shit that we would go through together would not make our bond tighter. You see what I'm saying? And that's really the element that really makes it all come together. We, and, we, and and for me, what you said there is a reason why certain people stop fucking with me. At a certain point, it was like, yo, you don't fuck with that person or that person. I was like, they don't mesh well with the, sh- the shit that I'm trying to do. Right. So I can't look if we going to chill on the stoop and we're going to smoke and drink and have a good time. Like, I, I know where to go for that. 
Yep. I know the who, who who house to go over or who mama's house to go hang out at. Right. Uh, if that's some shit that we're going to go do. But outside of that, like there is, and it's not to say that they don't value, but there is nothing else for me to do with that group of people. So I can't take them around six. And we, we talk about, you know, life or we talk about, uh, 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 been in, in a, in a, in a fourth century and shit like that. Like I can't, they're not going to be interested in that. They're going to be ready to go. They're going to be ready to light up another blunt or something. Like I can't, I can't well, have them around that. that. Hey, exactly. Nigga, all that old shit. Like, and which is okay if that's that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's a, fine. That's a, but there's a there's a place for that type of shit. So yeah. so when I am, I, I know again, we know where these people fit. What 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 level, what layer in my circle or in your circle? We know where these people fit. There's a there's a thick there's a thick core and there's outer layers to the circle. It's just like the earth. There's all these different layers of people, like, and everybody on the outside is just part of a network until it gets to the inside. It's your inner core. circle. Your inner yeah. circle is the part, that's your brain trust. You know what I'm saying? Those are the people that, you know what I'm saying? You know, they got your best interest. You got their best interest. You, you know what I'm saying? There's absolute trust there. There's, there's something there that can't be replaced and it speaks for itself. You don't Absolutely. have to, like, you know, you never got to make excuses for these people. You know what I'm saying? They always solid. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's more family. It's a more of a family structure there than it is as uh, a, a peer group. Yep, and, and I don't, and it's rarity. It's a rarity that I have to question anything they do. I just ride along with it, and when there is a conversation to be had, we mm. will have it outside of prying eyes and ears and away from the public, and we'll discuss something going wrong between us. It won't be in your face. It might be off to the side somewhere in the car when we get back to the hotel, my place, they place, whatever it is. But that's how that's how these circles go. I mean, we've been doing it all our life, right? Each each one of us, or some of us have. You right. know, you you know your friends by the people that you invite into your house and into your home. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something you kind of like. It, and I think that's a big thing. Like, how how were you raised? Uh, who who taught you? Because discernment is something that's kind of taught. Like, because as children. Children are open to uh, almost anybody until they get their feelings hurt. You know what I'm saying? You know how how it is when you're in kindergarten and you're just sharing toys and then you got that one kid that picks on everybody. Yeah. And you, and you decide, I'm not going to let this motherfucker pick on me. That's your first time actually having an adversary. You see what I'm saying? So like when you when you get older and you start being around more mature people who can actually help shape these and develop these skills of actual discernment, you start learning how to how to allow what to do to allow certain access how to create access codes per se you know what i'm saying like everybody don't get access to six you know what i'm saying like you gotta go you gotta know somebody that know somebody to know me you see what i'm saying everybody don't get access to me you know what i'm saying i'm a private person you know what i'm saying if i fuck with you i fuck with you you see what i'm saying and that's Absolutely. always and that's always been my thing it's never one of those situations where like Hey, let's go to six crib. He got the smoke house. He got the drink house. He got the music going. It ain't never that. You know what I'm saying? Mainly because why I had a family at home. I got, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm the provider and protector of mine. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. What I'm and you're a representative. So you can't just have anybody showing up and your kids seeing that too. Cause that sends, that sends messages. Yep. And it, it, it raises questions that don't even necessarily need to have a conversation attached to it. Absolutely. If because if I was to walk in there and see a bunch of Negroes or fools, whatever it may be, walking around there just doing what they're doing, I'm like, yo, my man, you good? I'm gonna talk right. to you just like that. Yo, you good? But who all these people is in here? Word. Why 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 you got all these people in here? The kids here? Like, yeah, they upstairs. Oh no, 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 no. They they gotta go, bro. 
The kids got to go or they got to go. You can't do you can't do both. Not when they in here like acting like that. Real shit. And we're going to have that conversation. It ain't going to be threatening. I ain't no. going to raise my voice because as men, we know we're not raising our voice because we know what level, we know what's being said when that type of shit happening. I can have a conversation with six without raising my voice unless we're talking and we're being competitive. I don't I don't have to raise my voice. I can tell that right. man Yo, what I like, I don't see. And, and, and it's going to be received with 100% respect because I know who it's coming from and I know yeah. it's coming from a place of love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's the thing. Like, we don't, I don't see a lot of people being able to have those types of relationships with people nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Everything is competitive. Everybody feels like somebody's trying to get over on them or somebody's trying to get take advantage of them. And that's not necessarily the case. But because they don't have the same type of background in uh, developing those, again, the checklist. Everybody got a checklist, bro. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, but whether or not they acknowledge and, and, and respect the, the criteria that's set on, on their own personal checklist, you're going to have these scenarios where motherfuckers don't respect each other's opinions. You're going to have situations where people just allow anybody, everybody who's a good time motherfucker in a circle. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like everybody always, man, you could, I could tell, I could, I could post on, on, on Instagram that I'm having a house party. And all anybody who's within fucking a hundred miles of, if I make it, if I sell it, everybody will show up. And guess what? Most of the motherfuckers who show up, I don't know. Yep. You don't really fuck with like that. Exactly. And anybody I truly fuck with gonna be hitting me up in the inbox like, what the fuck are you doing? What's going on? I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you after the party, fam. Enjoy. You dig what I'm saying? It's just about that discernment, having that that level of maturity and, and being able to actually uh ascertain the information the way it should be. You know what I'm saying? Take the information and, and, and build something from it. Deconstruct it. Put it back together. Find out whether or not it's valuable. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I think that's another thing, though, like being able to talk people to cor- in a correct way, right? Like I've come across people who don't, they don't know how to talk. They don't know how to talk to people. And that's, to me, that that's a sign of they've never been taught that. They've been spoiled or or no one's ever slapped them in their fucking mouth while they was outside to, to put them in, in to put them in, in a proper place. You know, I hear people yelling at them like, my man, no, you don't have to yell. We're not, we're not gonna yell. Right. We never have to yell at, at, at each other. Yelling to me, again, comes from competition, or unless you have that established relationship where you and a person that y'all go back and forth and y'all yell at each other like that. There are certain cultures around the world right. which is common, you know, but to me. When you're talking to me the way I was raised, you do not you do not yell at another man because you are inciting something else. There's two things that you're saying. I have no respect for you. Or I'm ready for whatever's coming next. And they they all tie into one thing. Somebody going to get fucked up. It's like it also it, it, it speaks to I have no control over my my reaction to these things. Yes, I'm, I'm emotionally unstable. Yep. Yeah, but in those situations growing up, usually when you see that in the communities that I've been around in Chicago or in a part, certain parts of the South, if you're raising your voice to another man, you are letting them know that there is a lack of, res- a lack of respect and you are down for whatever may come next. Because I've been in those type of situations and I ain't no tough guy. I, I never claim to be a tough guy. I'm a I'm a I'm a lover and a thinker, and I ain't and and a fighter is the last thing you're gonna see out of me, because right. I because I know I, I'm ready to defend myself. But I I need you to talk to me so we have an understanding before we go there. And right. when you start 
when you start yelling at me and we can't talk, either I'm going to leave you alone, I'm going to let you rock out and do your thing, or we gonna, or it's going to go in another direction. What I don't get, bro, is how like people... And it might be an education thing, but I don't get how people don't understand that we're not that far removed from our old, our most basic primal instincts. Yeah, club knocking each other over the head. Like, like you raise your voice. That's a sign of threat. You know what I'm saying? A raised voice. A person receiving that hears alarm. They hear danger. You see what I'm saying? So you're in a situation with your with your girl, and she started yelling at you and raising her voice and throwing shit. Your reaction is going to be a natural reaction for you as a male. You know what I'm saying? Because we are we are a natural defensive species. We we the army. We the fucking we the we the we the ones that lay our life down in the, with the in navy, the, with the marines. You know what I'm saying? So when a woman when a woman uh, imitates a threat, that's what I say. She might not have any true intention to be a threat, but because she's using her 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 loud voice, she's using her aggression against you, you're going to take it as though it's a threat subconsciously. You're going to, so the, the the lack of self-control on her part should not be owned on you. Like, just because you're the man, you need to put her back under control. No. Because guess what? She just put you on guard. You see what I'm saying? Or, or, or a dude in the street. Like, that's why you don't, you rarely see, and I, I swear to God, bro, I rarely ever see dudes arguing in the street. You see little videos of it. Usually that's when shit done got that's, that's Yeah, that's, that's when it's going it. too far. That's yeah. when it's going too far. But guys will disagree and say, fuck you, nigga, I'm gone. And I'm try to walk away. But yeah. most cases where I see dudes beefing, it'd be like some chick in the background gassing them up. You know what I'm saying? His girlfriend, his sister, somebody he came to the rescue of, and he show up to try to be a white knight. And now he's in the midst of a, a battle to the he death. He should not be know, in because you know it'll end in death. Right. Cause he now <laughs> he has to he has to defend his ego and pride based on some bullshit that she done put him in. To the to the women out there, let's let's say this. We don't respond to yelling well at all. It ain't that a man is being a coward or a pussy or a bitch when he don't respond. Oh, right. It's just that we don't, we can't, our brains are not wired to receive that as good information because what you all are doing is i guess is that's that masculine energy that they're talking about but here's the thing about men when we deal with you all we turn our masculine energy energy down that's enough yeah we we dial it back a bit so we can so we don't threaten you correct because in reality if we wanted to the shit that we're thinking about saying to some of y'all or doing we go to jail over and other men that love us and respect us wouldn't respect us no more. We're, we're avoiding that. So we're, we tra- we're very big on that social construct. Correct. We, we, respect is everything. I, I, I think I had this, we had this conversation before, like to me, and this is something I view, like respect trumps love every time. Respect trumps love every time. Love is fleeting. Love is very particular, but mm-hmm. there's nothing, respect cannot be confused for nothing else. No, because there's a line of shit that I will take and there's a line of shit that I won't take. And when you cross that line, it's called disrespect and I'm going to deal with you the way I see fit. Depending on the violation, yep. depending on the violation that occurs, I, 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 there are certain ways I have to deal with you. Love has nothing to do with, do with that. I love my father, but his disrespect towards my mother would not allow me to say that, you know, that's somebody I want to be around. That, that The love is not going to allow you to respect him the way he wants to be respected because he's already violated the respect. You know exactly. I mean? Exactly. And, that, and that's, that's it right there. Like love is fleeting, dude. Like a, a chick to love you today and hate you tomorrow. 
You know what I'm saying? Over the over over something minor, but respect is is respect. Because here's and here's the thing for women, as far as I know, women will love you to the very end, but once they finally lose that last itty bitty point of respect, that's when they leave out, and there is nothing you can say to get them back. That's when they leave. Facts. They will stay with a dude because their love is unconditional. They will love and love and love. Once they you reach that last bit of self-respect that they ain't gonna let you take from them, they out of there and they don't give a fuck what you do. You can never get them back. That's why the sight I, of you makes them sick. That's why it's important that these young men learn what respect is and learn how to gauge it, how to actually manage it. Because respect is currency. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Respect is currency. Respect can take you to the highest places in the world or to the lowest place, or the lack of it can take you to the lowest places in the world. And if you're not aware of how to manage your respect or how you're respected or how much respect you give, you're going to be out here in a jam and you're going to be basing everything on love. Like, that's why a lot of people be like, people be talking that loyalty talk. Most of that loyalty talk be based on love, not respect. But no. even even then, when you see that stuff on the internet, do people really know what loyalty loyalty is? Do you really know what it is and what it consists? You can tell of? they don't. You can tell they don't because you look at who they who they directing their messages to, who they who they respond, who you know, what I'm saying who how they how they respond to messages, how they you know, what I'm saying who they talking about in general. Like when they talk about they can't, they don't got no loyal friends, or I don't mess with nobody who ain't loyal to me. First of all, loyalty is not nothing you should demand. Loyalty should come as a byproduct of the respect that they have for you bong 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 fucking bong there it is right there you can't you can't make nobody be loyal to you nope because a person is a person might be loyal in this moment only because it's convenient and still snake you out in the, as soon as they get the opportunity the lord the, them being loyalty may be because of the opportunity that don't mean that they respect you right look at look at this this young this young brother uh i don't want to say it's nine but uh his name but six nine right Mm-hmm. On both sides of them, 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 them guys didn't have no respect for each other. There was no loyal, no real loyalty. There was a, no respect. There, there, there was a situation where they they thought that they could capitalize off each other and they could get money. But if there was loyalty, you wouldn't be messing with my baby mama and you wouldn't be saying all this foul shit about me. And we would make this a business transaction to make sure that everybody succeed and go right. our separate way. Everybody eat, everybody, yeah, and it's an understanding. But there was none in that. So, again, back to the women, though, like when you guys are raising your voices, man, even as young men, we hate that shit. Even when when our mothers are yelling at us, the no, reason why y'all, y'all telling us that you don't listen, I don't listen because you're fucking yelling at me. I can't hear shit when you're yelling. And that part of my brain that's telling me I'm in danger is going off. That part of my brain that tells me that this is a critical situation is going off. So I'm not receiving your message because you're saying it in a way that that alerts my brain. Correct. And then later on in life, the way that you treated him is the way that he may treat women. If that makes sense, if you can correlate the two. He going to do things that he feel like he can get away with versus what he could have gotten away with you because you're his mom or his sister. But this chick don't mean nothing to him. So now he can react the way he feel. And they never never mean nothing to, to him because... He, he doesn't value the respect he, or he doesn't he doesn't value the fellowship or the relationship that he has with them because of the relationship he has with you. <laughs> Correct. Now I tell, I tell some of the young ladies that I know, um, yo, when you talking to him, man, talk to him, be sensible, speak to him. Don't right. yell on. He don't, he don't listen when I yell to him. It's probably cause he didn't get it the first couple of times, but you got to work with him. When you yell at him, it is a message not received to its highest probability. It's pro- highest capability. 
because right. he don't like that. No, no young man or older man wants to hear someone yelling at him. It's right. it's not it's not it's not conducive to any relationship. And and that's something that you all have to understand in a, in a situation where there's an argument. You don't want to argue. You want to talk. Right. You want to be able to talk. You want to get your point across. Because a lot of times we know we're not going to get our point across and it's going to be well received anyway. And, and also, um, I think it's something that's really lost on a lot of people is the way men and women communicate is just completely different, bro. It's like the way women, I've seen this shit happen so many times. And it's like, it's almost like, and it's crazy. Like if I were to point it out, I look crazy because like I can say something as plainly as I can imagine and they're still going to reinterpret it. They're going to filter it through their emotions, however it made them feel primarily. So if I say, damn, I wish you to wash these dishes. Yeah, it came, I could have been, I could have been in asshole mode, but what they're hearing is completely outside of what I said. And now we have two different conversations happening. You know what I'm saying? Or if I say, uh, I'm with my girl. We about to go out. Like you shouldn't wear that. That that's not really a good look on you. She probably hearing that she don't look good in what she's wearing and blah blah blah. Versus, because what she want to hear is what she want to hear. She yeah. want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Versus me just saying it. I'm, I'm I'm saying it plain as I can think it because it's not that big a deal to me. How do I look in this dress? And and that's the thing, right? Are you asking me that because you want to know my opinion or you I, want me to compliment? Honest it? opinion or yeah, exactly. Because if I say you look fat in that dress, I'm an asshole. You know what I'm saying? If I but say you that, asked me, you asked, you open the door for that. If I say you look like a goofy in that fucking dress, I'm I mean, because you know what I'm saying? Like you asked me, you open the door for this. Let's have this conversation. If you want me to say, oh, girl, you look good in that dress, you should wear that. But in, my, in the back of my mind, I really don't like that dress. That's me doing a disservice because now I'm going to have her out there looking crazy, but I don't want her to, I don't want her feelings hurt. Remember, but remember, we, we, we are representations of each other. So I don't want you to go outside looking like Miss uh, Miss Piggy in, in, in a dress. You know, I don't want you to go outside looking like a hobo in a dress. You know what I mean? Like, so, so me telling you the truth. When you ask, is me making sure that the proper representation is stepping outside. Yeah, but right. when you when you asking us, you're asking us to make the distinction. Am I telling you the truth, or am I telling you this to compliment you on what you have on? Right. Am I doing this just to to feed your ego? Because if if what you're asking is for me to feed your ego to make to build your confidence and what you're wearing, you're asking the wrong person. I'm not your girlfriend. That's what your girlfriends do. You're asking me to lie. Right. But yet you don't want me to lie. You want the truth from me. You always women always want the truth from a man until they want the truth from a man. You know what I'm saying? Like you because if you want truth, you want truth 100 percent of the time. Right. Mm. So that means that no matter what the scenario, how minor or major, the truth should be the truth. Yeah. So if I don't like the way that dress fit, I don't like the way that dress fit. And it might not be the dress. It might be because you need to work your ass out. Could be, but, but remember, <laughs> remember, you asked. You asked. You asked, and and, and by by and by virtue of even joining this relationship with me, you're accepting my my take on you. Yes, my perspective. You yes. can't you can't tell me you want to be with me, but you don't respect the way I view you. You can't have it both ways. You know what I'm saying? Am I am I a toxic asshole because I think you're getting fat? No, I want you to uh, or, or I want I, you to live I, long enough to be around here with me, so so we can have an extended uh, warranty on this relationship, so it lasts a little bit longer. 
Or if our fucking car flip over, I want to be able to help get your ass out. <laughs> I don't want to be like having to wait on the fucking fire department because you're too right. heavy to pull out. Right. Use a <laughs> use a jaws of light to get you out the side of the vehicle. <laughs> Cause I've been too I've been too pussy to just tell you straight up, girl, you getting big. <laughs> All right. Now they gotta grease the car to slide you on about this motherfucker. Yeah, dude, it was a video. I don't even know if I shared it with you. It was a video where this couple had flipped their vehicle over. They was arguing or whatever. And Shorty had got out the car and she's just pacing back and forth in the street. Just, and they arguing. And I it had me thinking about how like shit play out in movies versus real life. It was like in real life, a, a couple can be in, in a movie, a couple can be arguing in a whip and a car flip over. And the first thing that happens is they think of each other's safety. Mm-hmm. And either he get out and he helps her out, or she get out and she helps him out. But not in this shit. Not in real life. This video is one hundred percent what I always expected to happen in real life, but I never seen a video like this before until today. To yesterday, where the motherfucker, the chick was pacing in the street. The car flipped over. My guy, mm. the dude, the dude is trapped in the car. He can't get out, and he cursing her out from inside the car. And she cursing him out from outside the car. And they just yelling. She's like, I got to go get my motherfucking kids. My kids with my mama. And here I am arguing with your ass and my, my car fucked up. And he was like, bitch, you dead. You a dead bitch. I'm going to fuck you up. And all this old shit like, my nigga, you, in a, you trapped in a car. It might be That's real. the last thing you want to do. My nigga. But see, again, our perception of what, our perception of how like the human condition is, is so fucking crazy. Like we we had this fantasy of like how much we really care about and love each other, but that's the most basic idea of like what they what they were experiencing. I wouldn't wish on nobody. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? The car accident, the argument, all of that shit's like there's like layers of just bullshit that nobody should have to in- encounter or experience. There's no reason this nigga is trapped in the car and he focused on arguing with his broad. Not at all. There's Salute. no reason why this nigga trapped in the car and she arguing with him. You see what I'm saying? No, the people was driving by. This is how the video was captured. Motherfuckers drove past and they did a U-turn to try to check up on them and see if they was good. And they got out the car and was like, hey, you need some help getting out this car? And dude, like, still arguing. Well, would not answer the fucking question of the pedestrians that was trying to help. Neither one of them acknowledged the fact that people was there to help. And motherfuckers was like, hey, we should just go ahead and call the fire department and pull off. Yeah. It looked like they got this. That's crazy. You know why it's crazy? Because I've been I've been programmed through movies and TV and shit like that to expect better from the human species than what we actually capable of. No, man, we done said this already, man. We a bunch <laughs> of dirty, rotten, filthy, stinking animals, man. We don't we horrible. We horrible. When it comes to when it comes to the basic needs to help each other, trust each other, love each other, and, and push. We 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 suck. We suck, man. Salute to to the people that helped my cousin when he was in his car accident and the car car, uh, smashed him. Damn, they killed him. Um, Salute to them for stopping and pulling over and helping my cousin. Um, Salute to my cousin for making a comeback and fighting for his life as he he still progresses. But how many people are out there like that that would stop and, and take care of you? Right. Instead of... Help you get you out the car instead of you arguing with the girl that you're riding in a car with. Like, why are you arguing? Your safety why? is the main thing, dude. The car. Let's get out this car before this car blows up, nigga. They knocked over a light pole. They were upside down. 
this bitch walking back and forth. Let's get out the car before a truck comes and slaps this motherfucker off the expressway. And I'm like looking at this shit like this is this is like it's surreal. Like you can't even write this into a movie. You know what I mean? You can't even fucking make this shit up. It's like I don't know, bro. It's like it it, it kind of is disheartening in a way because that's just one couple. And I know that and it kind of go back to what I was saying about the whole checklist thing, you know mm. what I'm saying? And choosing and like women not necessarily being having as much time and experience in choosing their mates as men. We've forever been choosing mates. This is what we hardwired to do. But modern in modern times, women have not had the capability or developed the capability to properly choose and vet men. So like, let's say they're just not a good pair. They don't match up. They don't, they're not compatible but they're still trying to force their relationship to work because they probably got a baby between them or some shit like that. Again, it don't take nothing to make a baby, my dude. All it takes is just active fucking sex cells. All it takes is a sperm and an egg to, to fucking meet and gestate. And you have the germination of that that creates the baby, right? But as a couple, they, they should have never crossed paths. There's nothing in, there's nothing. If, if, if things were to go in a traditional manner where her family helped vet her dating prospects, he probably would have never came close to even being able to put his dick in her. But because she got to pick who she wanted because he had swag and he was cute to her, that's all that mattered. So she got to pick the guy and the guy wasn't shit. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Whereas like, male figures in her life would have been able to tell her straight off the bat, nah, this nigga ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga don't got no business even talking to you. You deserve better. Do you see what I'm saying? That's a fact, bro, but you also got situations where you may be able to tell your cousin or sister some shit like that, and they they still go off and, and mess with some nigga that they ain't even supposed to be fucking with, bro. See, the conversation is had, though. You dig what I'm saying? The difference is, is nowadays the conversation is never had. It's just motherfuckers, motherfuckers she just show up with the nigga. Right, right. She, she show up again. They go back. That's why I brought up the checklist first. Think right. about it. When I asked you where where on your list she meets your, your mom and your sister, where on the list you meet her people, right? So let's say like later on in the list, after you done smashed and you done stirred her guts up. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Y'all done took all types of trips and you done spent off this bread and all of a sudden you meet motherfuckers that matter to her. Mm -hmm. She already plugged in. She already hooked on you. You already plugged in. You see what I'm saying? Y'all already a thing. The only reason why you meeting her people now is just a formality, just because it's a cookout. It ain't because it's a, it's a requirement. It's just because it's part of the trip, part of the journey. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, um, like, uh, my mom knew who Sean was before me and Sean even became a couple. You know what I'm saying? And my mom liked her before I even decided to even date her. You know what I'm saying? And my mom always spoke highly of her. And I, I knew who she was. We was cool. We was friends or whatever. But my mom really dug her out of all the chicks I was fucking with. You see what I'm saying? Uh, same thing, like, when I on the juxtaposition of that would be, like, uh, I know a couple chicks. It was a chick I used to fuck with named Lisa. She used to, when I was trapping and shit like that, allegedly. <laughs> the time, the, uh, the limitations is up. We good. 
And Shorty used to show up with other niggas' whips and shit like that for me to, you know what I'm saying, move my shit in. She just pull up and they shit. And my mom hated that broad. You know what I'm saying? My mom did not like her. But she would like drop me off bread. Like I, I cop a pack and she'd flip it for me and bring it. And I come home from work and the money be in, a, in the shoebox waiting Yeesh. on me. You know what I'm saying? She was on that on that kind of time with me, but she was real jealous. She was real petty, real, you know what I'm saying? She felt like because she was taking all these chances and risks for me that I I, I was supposed to pay her higher homage. You see what I'm saying? So you take these two types of scenarios, these two different types of women, my mom always leaned more heavily into my kid's mom than into Lisa. But Lisa was the one taking like the more street risks. She was the one taking risks. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with Lisa because Lisa seems like an awesome person to be taking those risks. But for your mom, she saw she My may have looking long term. Yeah. And she may I was going to say she may have seen herself in Sean when she looked at Sean. She may have been like, yo, this may be a better fit for him. That may get him caught up in some more shit that I don't need and I don't want to lose my son. So. This right. may be a better situation over here. That's the and that's the vetting process, bro. Bong bong. That's the vetting process. Like we are not always one hundred percent capable of choosing our own mates. We might be able to choose on a certain certain surface levels, but a person can't be fake to your mama. They not not for too long. No, you know what I'm saying. Like she can play games to try to keep you around, but as soon as you bring her around the people that matter to you, the people that love you unconditionally, it's hard for them to keep their rules up, bro. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, that's that shit. That facade is gonna fade. I mean, that's it's gonna fade. I, that's why I feel like the whole uh, vetting process is like missing in general when it comes to like dating. Like the new age motherfuckers ain't really out here vetting these these people they they fucking with. They, you don't see nobody like you don't see too many scenarios where like yeah I introduced her to my brother or I or she say I introduced him to my brother and blah blah blah. No, all it is is this bitch pregnant and the family just find out about it now. Everybody's showing up to the gender reveal. And you know sometimes it don't even be the, the broad brother. It'd be some nigga that she calling her brother. You know what I yeah. mean? And he done probably smashed, smashed and stirred them guts around too. You know what I mean? Let's just be, let's just be for real about it. Let's be for I real. Mean, and also then you take into account like a lot of dudes don't understand women because their perception of women, like it's a lot of mamas out here. They tell their son, don't look, these hoes ain't shit. These hoes trash. You know what I'm saying? Because they trying to protect their son from what they consider to be like the bad element of women, but they don't teach their sons how to talk to women. They don't teach their sons how to how to properly pick women. So all they're doing is they 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 plant the seeds of distrust. Now they got these sons out here who who just dog bitches out. They dogging them out, bro. And they don't have a they don't have a tool set to actually be able to have discernment. So they they and that's a scary situation because you're telling young men that these women ain't shit and they don't they ain't, they ain't about nothing but you a man a young man has to be able to connect to some woman he has to there has to be somebody he likes like you can't tell him that like you got to put him around someone that can help him better discern and, and under this and bro consider this part of it all of that right and you still have the prospect of producing a child because sex don't require much no it's a breakfast sandwich man we already said that you know what I'm saying? So, like, think about it. You bring a, a child in the world with somebody you're not even compatible with at all. You, you got a child that's coming into the world with somebody you had no true compatibility with, and you forced now in the scenario because she she has she controls access to sex and reproduction. If she decides to keep the baby, what you gonna do? You do what I'm saying? And that's the as a man, that's the even scarier part because now it's just like, damn. 
But she said it's her decision and you can't really force her to do nothing. So now you have to wait for the outcome. And if she does say, I'm keeping this baby, you have to then decide that if you're going to be respectful, you got to man up and, t- and take take care of that, you know, and you need to be able to have a better relationship with her in the process or, or start to make sure that you settle down and take care of her. Especially but, if you care about the outcome of your child. Yeah. Because even that, though you might not have planned on being a parent or you had no interest, no interest in being a parent. Once she makes that call, you got to, it's time to play ball. Yeah. You got to, you got to, you got to take that protector and, and provide a role to another level now, because but if you don't have that skill set, if you don't get those tools in your tool chest, you man, bro, there's so many of them out here that don't have that, bro. It's like, it's a lot of them out here, man. It's a lot of them out here. I, I seen some young guys on a block one time, bro. The dude was holding the baby outside, feeding the baby in the midst of a war zone. I'm like, fam, you can't. You can't have a baby out here like that. He's like, no, nah, man, we good out here. The, boy, the, the, the guys ain't going to let nothing happen. I'm like, bro, it's a bullet. These niggas ain't, this ain't, this ain't that damn movie Wanted where you could curve bullets and shit. Ain't no curving no goddamn bullets, my nigga. A bullet, a bullet will go through you and hit your baby. A bullet Hell will go yeah. through niggas, hit you and still hit the baby. Hit, still yeah. hit the baby, hit a car and all that shit. Yeah, Ricochet happen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I was trying to explain that to him, and he was like, "Yo, big, big dog, you think I should get?" It? I'm like, "Think, nigga, I'm telling you, get out the fucking block with that baby." Facts. Like you can't be out here raising a child in this environment. This shit is crazy, man. I need you to do better. You man. got to do better. It's imperative. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's life or death out here. That yeah, and that's when you had that conversation with, with him, like, "Yo, hey, do you want your child to grow up in the same environment you did?" And have to go through the same struggle. And he was like, no, I really don't, man. I'm really trying to figure out what my next move is. I said, all right, cool. Just on that loan, I'll see what I can do to help you out. Thanks. Yeah, man. Having that conversation, that very simple conversation as he walked back to the house, um, that was enough for me to go, all right, I, I, I got you. I got you. I'll help you out. I'll see what I can do. And salute to, salute to everybody that helped me with job opportunities that got him as a driver uh, for a certain company. So he was able to do that. And it's not the, the, the highest paying job in the world, but it's better than standing outside. Now you got insurance for yourself and your child. Yeah, the benefits, the benefits package is what's going to save you. Absolutely. And that's the reason why you're there, because the main goal is to take care of that baby. Bro, it's kind of crazy, man. It's like. Like. Um... The, the 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 amount of challenges that we face as a and I try not to like go I try not to lean too heavy into like the racial aspect of shit. But it's real though, man. It's real the shit that we deal with. Yeah, and that's what I'm about to say. It's it's it, it's an element that actually exists, and ain't no you can't deny it. But I feel like for us to actually advance, we have to acknowledge what we're capable of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there's like you can always point out the problem. The problems exist. The problems are the problems are are ingrained in, in, in the social construct of the United States. This is what we this is what it is. It was built on this shit. And to expect anything else would be naive. But what we're capable of, what our capabilities of what are, you know what I'm saying? What we what like we've developed our our society as as black people. We have our own separate society in the United States. What we've what we've been capable of achieving versus what we have in front of us is like two different things, bro. And we gotta kind of we gotta get it under control. 
Because we don't, it's all over the place. All over the place. Like our capabilities, yeah, we yeah, we fucking produce a lot of fucking uh strong-willed entertainers and 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 lawyers and engineers and scientists and blah blah blah, but not nearly as much as there are dysfunctional households and and you know what I'm saying, and people out here who don't see no way out. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. I mean, That's I watched true. like the chick who set the fucking Lance in Walmart on fire or whatever the fuck. Uh my daughter told me about it. She was like, yeah, the Walmart in Lansing uh, got set on fire because somebody wanted to steal something. So the lady set a fire as a distraction to steal some bullshit and still ended up catching the case. So she called not only a theft, but an arson. Think about that, bro. Like, what do you got going on in your life where these are the risks you're willing to take? This ain't just some petty shit. Like, you don't wake up on, on a Monday and say, I think I'm going to set Walmart on fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are your, what's, what's happening in your life where these are the decisions you make? Man, you know, they when you get in court, they can process you to the fullest extent of the law for doing that. Dude, they, you think about, like, all the lives that you put at risk. So that's, that's what already, I'm saying. That's already on the table. That's what I'm saying. Same thing with, like, these young dudes who be shooting on the buses and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Niggas who, who, who carrying weapons illegally, and then they busting shots that they ops on the bus or on the bus stop or some shit like that. It's like, no, no. What is happening on your Monday? You wake up seven o'clock in the morning. What is occurring in your life where you decide that this is a risk willing? I'm willing to take. These are chances I'm willing to take. That ain't it. That ain't it, dude. I wake up. I, I every decision I make is for my financial and and uh, social advancement. I'm not. I'm not. I have no qualms about like the because I don't. For one, I'm not shitting on nobody. I'm not dragging nobody through no bullshit to get where I'm trying to go. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Nothing that I'm doing is costing anybody anything outside of the time that the, I take with the people that I'm interacting with and route to where I'm going. You, you see what I'm saying? So like, I got, you know what I'm saying? If I, if I want a promotion on a job, if I want to be advanced on the job, I figure out what the, what, what skill set I need to acquire, what tools I need to, to have in order to get that promotion. If I'm not qualified, I'm not qualified, but I'll figure that shit out. You know what I'm saying? What the path I'm on is has nothing at all to do with the harm and and and, and the 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 uh the destruction of people around me because I know that it's strength in numbers and what I want to do is be the biggest I want to be the best example of what I preach I can't tell you, I can't tell you how to be excellent and live with purpose and if I'm not doing it so the best way to do it is to show it through my actions. Absolutely. Like there, there is no, there is no situation where we wake up and we go, I think I'm gonna rob a bank today and I'm gonna shoot five motherfuckers in the process of doing it. You know what I'm saying? My life. And, and that's not to say that life don't throw you curveballs and shit don't get real, real fast. Because it, 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 it does. We, we, we know that. We do know that. We know what that looks like. But it's about like, what's the saying? To be aware is to be alive. Absolutely. Right? So awareness is key understanding what's at stake and understanding that the only way you really truly going to survive any of this and thrive through it is to be discerning, to be knowledgeable, to enhance yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's to advance your, your advance where you are currently to, to the next level. You can't wake up and be in the same place every single day for 20 years and expect better for yourself. You can't, you can't just throw your money at the lottery and buy scratch off tickets every single day and you're not really doing anything outside of that and hoping that the lottery be the only way you win. It ain't going to work that way. not going to work that way. You do know what I'm saying? It's, it's a very slim chance that you're going to hit. 
But if you all, if you're, if you're advancing yourself and you're growing and you're, you're accepting the challenges, the worst thing that could ever happen to you is your own failure. And guess what? That's an opportunity to learn. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never, I never in my life woke up and said, man, I need to steal something from Walmart because I need this bread. But I don't know what that mentality looks like either. No. So therefore, like my judgment on the individual who, whose reality is that is, is null and void. And, and, and for me, when I hear about shit like that, I feel I get I, I'm sad about it and I'm disappointed at the same time because it's like on the one hand, I'm sad because, you know, a, another young sister, another young male risked risk everything 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 you 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 get you gave it up just for some clothes or some shit inside of a walmart or whatever like you gave up everything you gave up all your, your, your time and your energy is all that you have and you were willing to give that up for for nothing for bare bones minimum how do you like i don't like i that's the thing like i've been in some tight situations in my life i've done you know what i'm saying i've been in situations where i had to like really scrape to get back to bounce back from a fall off you do know what i'm saying but i knew what i was capable of so i think it come down to like self-confidence and awareness man being aware of yourself being aware of who what your, what your capabilities are what you're being confident in those capabilities all of those things matter i was i, I was also raised to have a, a heightened sense of self awareness a heightened sense of self-confidence it wasn't enough it was never about ego it was always about being confident in my abilities but and another part of to that is you don't necessarily know what exactly someone is dealing with or going through that they may say i need fifty thousand dollars and i'm about to rob the, the the bank or the currency exchange you don't you don't necessarily know what they're dealing with 100 and that's that's the thing that's scary bro because it ain't just us it ain't just us no no, you got a, no disrespect to nobody, but you got motherfuckers living in trailer parks that's armed up more than we are. They out here with all types of artillery and they ready to do all type of fuck shit. And oh, you hear them. They cooking up tons, metric tons of meth. Yes. A year. Man, a year. Metric tons. They, they, they're, they're risking it. You see what I'm saying? So like when you think about like what you when you like, I don't I don't know what it means to. I don't know on a personal level what it means to have limited resources and capability. And that's probably what, what a disconnect is because I'm always like imagining different ways to improve. I'm always like challenging myself in different ways to improve. I'm all, but that's because of who my role models were. That, mm -hmm. that, that's because my peer group, I have people around me that challenged me, that pushed me. Like we, me, just me and you having our exchanges in the, in the DM is enough to kind of like, Cause you putting shit in there. I'm looking at, I'm reading, I'm, I'm watching videos, you know what I'm saying? Stuff to keep my brain active. And I know that it's coming from a dude who's a thinker. You see what I'm saying? So that's already motivation. Most people don't even get them types of inboxes. Most people yeah. get, you see what I'm saying? Most people don't have social groups that, that share those types of ideas and shit like that. Yeah. And, like, and we, we send each other funny shit, but we also right. send things that make you do critical thinking, you know, and make yeah. you uh, want, Think just, about possibilities and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, just random, just random, like, dude, this blew my mind. Check this out. Like, or, I don't think, have I, you, have you how, ever how many times have we ever sent each other some shit and it was about gossip or something? Dude, we don't even, we never do. We never do. I, I can never, I can't count my, on my hands. I don't, I don't even remember I, time. I think like we, we might talk about some celebrity shit. We might bring up some celebrity shit. But yeah. even then, we're picking it apart and finding how it relates to 
us. Yes. But it's never like no true gossip or like who got a baby about this person or this person yeah, spending this. Like, we don't care about that. It don't matter. That shit don't matter to me. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. Like, we're talking about like the arts. We're talking about music. We're talking about science. We're talking about, you know what I'm saying? The latest event, invention and in engineering. Shit like that. We're talking about things that's like really captivating to our 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 personalities. Yeah, yeah. How to how to improve and, and things like that. Like uh like your post something about uh uh the 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 new telescope, the new space telescope. James you know Webb. James Webb telescope. You know what I'm saying? I watched the whole fucking video, then I post some shit, you know, like I think I posted something about like the rotation of the earth and how days are counted and how we perceive time and all this other shit. To me, that's like fucking, that's the most thrilling shit for me. Like, holy fuck, I, you know what I'm saying? You don't think about it like that. This is why leap days exist. This Correct. Is why you see what I'm saying? It's not actually 24 hours in a day. Right, it's more than that. <laughs> it's like, but we don't think about it because most people are just resigned to the idea that whatever information they have is all they need. I'm constantly like seeking out new information. But Maybe you're supposed to like that's the that's the evolution of the information. That's how we get from where we were at that point 100, 200 years ago to where we are now. Right. Like you have to you have to ask questions. You have to do some do the study, do the knowledge for yourself to make sure that you can determine what it is you're looking at, what you're hearing, and will it better us? Will it improve the way we move going forward? And if you're just going off of what you see, what a president is telling you. How you know that's the that, how you know that's is that's the real word? Like who told you that? Just like, because he's a leader? Person, how you know the person that's telling you this information is an expert on the information? The person just saying it is probably just the person chosen. That's the person that they selected to be the voice. You know what I'm saying? Like Congress is made up of how many people? And they have uh they have the leader do all the talking. They yeah. all agree that this is what the speech is gonna be, and this person says the speech. They're no gonna, they gonna give you the speech on this specific day. You don't think they sat in the back and, and figured all this out before the message got delivered to you? Dude, they done scratched out so many lines. They done, you know what I'm saying? Redacted a bunch of shit before it ever got to you. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Discernment, people, being able to discern between the evils and goods, the, the characteristics and traits of the people that you're dealing with. You gotta, you got, you gotta be able to do that. And it's vetted in. It's in you in the beginning. It's embedded, not vetted. It's embedded in you from, from the beginning when, like like Six said, when you're choosing friends, this is something that you automatically do. You know who coming into your house and who ain't. You know who coming into granny house and into your auntie house and who ain't. You know who coming to your mama house. You know that. A, a young lady can meet my sister right now, and she she may say you cool, but that don't mean nothing to my sister. My sister may meet you right now and go, y'all, she, she cool? Because she ain't looking to vet you right now. She just, oh, okay, you bought her around me, all right. But when I say, yo, I'm bringing such and such over for dinner, I want you to come over and slide for that, that's different for her because she know what time it is. Yep. And now she's getting into detective mode. Mm-hmm. You're going to ask the questions that you're not you, you're not thinking of asking or she's going to look for certain cues that you're not looking for. And that's why, that's where, telling you, bro, we, we are so off track from what we, as a species, think about it, we've been doing something for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And all of a sudden, in the last 50 years, we decided to do it different and we think we got it right. No, nah, we fucked it all up because we all out here doing the, some of the dumbest shit um, po- possible and, and making it even harder to, to, to correct the mistakes. Because at the same time of correcting them, you got a bunch of people who don't want to be uh, accountable for the shit that they're doing. 
Facts. And a lot of the times it comes down to like people not necessarily wanting to have that accountability because ownership means that you're responsible. Yep. Now you got to do something about it. Yeah. Real shit. And it's crazy. It's scary that a lot of people are kind of like trying to shy away from that responsibility because it because of how it makes them feel. Feelings will get you in trouble, bro. Feelings will have you all fucked up out here. I say this, man. My my family have been around or have partially been around some women. And just just in one case where I just wanted to bring somebody around, man, they didn't agree with none of them. It's only one woman or two women that I remember my family uh all having the same opinion and view on, 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 on women. And I, sal- I salute them, and I always salute them in, in, in public or whenever I see them. It's only been two. So everybody else outside, they was like, no. Her, no. Nope. Try again. Right. You know, but for me, I, I never completely ever questioned it, Six. When my cousins told me no, my sister said no, nah, I said, okay. I never said nothing else about it. And you want to know why? Because every time they ever said that to me and things played out, they were correct. Man, if my brother, my brother didn't meet my girl until like last summer, but my son did. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I'm like the way I am. Like I'm, a, I'm, you know, I mean, I move how I move or whatever. But <clears throat> like I, I, when I met her mom, you know what I'm saying? It was like one of those situations where I could tell her mom was standoffish. And uh, she, once she met me and had, we had conversations, she fucking loved me now. Cause she know that I'm I'm you know I'm solid. You know what I'm saying? I'm not no I'm not no fuck nigga. <laughs> she can tell like like I'm like when she with me, she know her daughter's protected. She under my covering. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna I wouldn't allow no like you my guy. If you if you if if you're in my environment, you under my covering, you my dude. Yes, I got sir. you. You know what I'm saying? And this this woman I'm having an intimate relationship with, she's definitely under my cover. I'm not gonna be in an intimate relationship with somebody I'm not gonna protect and, and care for. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't move like that. Yeah, I, even I, even I, when we first started hanging out, I was like, Six, come on out with me, man. You, you good. Like ain't nothing right. gonna happen. Ain't and, nothing gonna happen. And I was in your, I was in your, I was in your cipher. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the way, like, that's how we move. That's how that's how our our kinship flourishes. You see what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't necessarily have that level of uh, discernment, bro. They don't they don't respect each other's uh, social boundaries in those ways, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, like, guys will just, you know what I'm saying, they, they dog walk women, they drag them because she allowed it. She, she allowed them access, and because they don't have any restraint, they don't say, you know what? She deserved better than that, and I'm not going to be that kind of dude. What they decide to do, like I'm, it's a smash and dash on this one, cause blah blah blah. But what you know what they've done in the process? I'm sorry to cut you off. What they have done in the process of that is they've made more women shell up and build walls and and have their guard up, and they don't want to deal with men, or they deal with men. They they think all men are the same, right? Yeah, and, and all because of this, all because of this scarring, this this mental scarring, this this. They create a callus. They create a callus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like um, it's one of those situations where, like, again, when I was saying earlier about how like uh exchanging energy, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you it's not, I don't think it's natural to have specifically for women, and I'm and this is just my observation, it's not natural for women to have a, a past of 
10 dudes that they fucked. You know what I'm saying? But we live in modern times and the reality is this. Women do what they want to do with their body. But I don't think that in a in a grand scheme of things, like when you're talking about like long-term uh, relationship success and stuff like that, it's not natural to be in those types of scenarios because there's no benefit to it. You know what I'm saying? What's the benefit of having multiple sex partners through, over the course of time when you're exchanging energy the whole time? It's impossible to do that when you're not, you know what I'm saying, aware. It's impossible to do it when you when you understand, I should say. Like when you when you understand that there's a, a energy exchange, I know that, you know what I'm saying, I have a type. But if I step outside my type because I'm thirsty for some sex, now I'm exchanging energy with somebody who don't deserve access to my energy. Correct. I have a type as well. So if I don't, if I don't adhere to what, what, what works, if I don't adhere to what works for me and I don't have respect for what works for her, I'm putting, I'm putting some, I'm putting energy into a woman that don't necessarily need that energy. I might, it might be aggression. I might be like just trying to get, get a nut and I'm just trying to get this aggression off. Now I'm dumping all this aggression into this woman. And then on top of that, I'm not even hollering at her no more. You do what I'm saying? And then that the, the, sign up for that. the <laughs> way that the way that you left her is the way that she perceives men now. Yep. Because think about it like this. She might have been digging me more than I was digging her. So her level of respect for me drops and her respect for men in general drops because mm-hmm. of my actions. Because, again, everything rises and falls on leadership and men are natural leaders. Yep, But there was no leadership in that situation. So now she's yep. out here going from guy to guy, thinking that every guy's the same. And every time that situation gets there. She turns off. Mm-hmm. And I've been I've been in those situations where I tried to run through walls and jump over them and dig under them, man. You know how tiring that is? Dude, it's exhausting. It's past exhaust, man. It's mentally and physically exhausting. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, to talk about myself and not to shame nobody. I, I dealt with a young lady. Matter of fact, it was only like for maybe a, a day. Man, I got to I got to know her and Physical, like physical confrontation was her thing. And I was like, yo, why do you, why do you want me to be physical with you like that? And she was like, that's her turn on. I was like, for me to grab you and shake you is not, that should not be a turn on. That's a sign of aggression. Like somebody did something to you like that. That shouldn't happen. And she was like, that's what, that's what turns me on. I said, well, I'm not, I don't do that because that's going to, that's going to, that could go wrong. Yeah, where that come from, bro, is like uh, early interactions. Like, uh, like don't nobody just wake up one day and just be turned on by physical shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where it's like it, it come from something that kind of like they 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 stored away in a in a mental data bank as being uh, one of the good times. So she might like aggressive sex where you choking her and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And but it wasn't even it wasn't sexual. This is like regular interaction, like intimacy. That's what, that's what I'm saying though. Like that's like what I'm saying is like just on the most basic level. Okay. But when it comes to, like when you start when you start escalating into things that don't have anything to do with that, like the only way she knows that you give a fuck is like physical interaction and shit like that. And she she needs to be reassured through physical violence. I won't even say violence. I don't like I don't want to use that word, but like the the physical interaction. That shows that she she only played she was taught at some point early on to place value in those types of interactions. And it's wrong and it's it's negative and you're you're inviting the wrong type of shit into your life when you do that. 
Because when I, I, I was like, yo, after that day or two, I was like, no, I'm cool on this. Dudes be the same way, bro. Cool. Like, think about it like this. Like, the, the equal opposite of that is like a dude who want a woman to take care of him. You know what I'm saying? His mama raised him and took care of him. His aunties, his grandma, all of them did everything for him. So a nigga feel like a woman's role in his life is to do for him. Well, you need so, to go home. So he kind of, like, get out here in the world and he start re- having these, these requirements of women that they can't necessarily stand up to. And these women don't know that this is what this is rooted in. You know what I'm saying? They don't be realizing that a lot of this is rooted in upbringing. Most of it is root. All of us, all of us are impacted by our upbringing. Absolutely. But a, it, but a lot of these different scenarios play out because a lot of us aren't addressing these things. You know what I'm saying? Like I said earlier about how like the mama be like, don't be fucking that bitch. That bitch ain't shit. These bitches trash. Fuck these hoes. You know what I'm saying? That plant seeds in the mind of a young dude who don't, who's just not developing and learning how to interact with women. You know what I'm saying? He may or may not believe what, what his mama's saying, but as time progressed, it become more evident to him that mom can't be wrong all the time. That's the truth. That's true. And then on top of that, you take into account like the idea that a lot of the women that he that he has access to fit exactly the narrative that his mom was trying to tell him about. So because because access is everything. Everybody don't have access to the same people. I don't allow access to me, and I know how that go. So like a lot of females may or may not get to ever meet me strictly based on what I allow access to, but that's because I control that access. So a person who allows full access to themselves, they get to see all of these different personality traits, all these different variables, and they don't, they don't even understand why they have access to it. All they know is this motherfucker is open to me doing whatever I'm doing to them. Mm. You see what I'm saying? They don't, they don't have to, they don't have the, the clarity of mind to ask the question, why this is a thing? Why does this exist in this in this life for me? Why am I with this type of motherfucker? Why why do I allow this motherfucker to punch me in my mouth? Yeah, it was that it was that was weird, man. That was weird for for me. Um, I left that situation situation alone immediately. So yo, this I'm not cool with this right here. I don't know what you've been into for the past five, six, seven, ten years, man. But it's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong, and you you should probably seek some counseling because. Any any man you allowing any man to just shake you and, and slap you around and you consider that to be uh, levels of affection it's it's a little off. It's and little I off. get it. I totally get that. Not everybody is sadistic. Not everybody's masochistic. Yeah. Now if that's a, if that's that if that's that if that's the S and M that all right. You gotta let me know. <laughs> I mean, on some real shit because a lot of times they don't. But see, a lot of people can't articulate it because they're not aware of that being what that factor is a lot of know that snm like let me know let me know that's what you into you know like some women don't like to make any decisions they don't like to be in charge of no decisions so like when it comes to like relationships like you ask what you want to eat i don't know whatever you decide that's why i always that's always get food i never say nothing a woman like there's a lot of women who hate for a man to decide for them but there are so many women my my chick included she would rather i i decide what we eat and drinking Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I ask her, like, hey, just pick what you want, that fucking frazzles her mind. She's like, oh, shit, I'm having a meltdown. I can't decide. Does not compute. Does right, not compute. Right. <laughs> yeah. but, but I'm the one that's usually making those decisions, and I'm fine with that. That's 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 the relationship I, I got into. That's what we that's what we're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm fine with that. 
Yeah, I'm fine with that part. Like that, that that's okay. But it's the other shit. Like if you got to be able to, like you said, articulate. Let me, let me know what it is that you like and don't like. Because I'm gonna yeah. tell you. you a lot of people I mean? don't have them conversations. A lot of people just say, "Well, we've been fucking around for six weeks, so this this is what it is." No, it can't be that simple. No, no, that's that's laziness. That's, that's laziness. You got to have these conversations. And you know what? It's an ongoing conversation. It's not like a conversation that ever ends. You'll be 60 years old with this motherfucker still learning shit about him. Because we all we all develop under the times and conditions that we live in. So, like, the shit that I'm into at fucking 45 years old may not be the shit I'm into when I'm 65 years old. You know what I'm saying? I might not fucking like lasagna no more. If she cook a fucking lasagna, that might throw me over the edge. Like, God damn it, another motherfucking lasagna? God damn it, bitch, with your saggy booty ass. Like, if we right. 65 you still like, God damn. Show, like, you ain't noticed the last time I threw the lasagna away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's about awareness, man. You gotta, you gotta pay attention to the person that you're talking to and who you, who you spending your time with because, we, again, it's, it's that exchange of energy, bro. Like you taking this motherfucker into your life, you bringing this person into your your world, and as a man, as a leader, you know what I'm saying. You want this person to kind of like, I guess, conform and submit to your 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 structure. You got to be a good, you got to be a damn good leader, man. Got to be able to lead. You got to women like I hate when niggas be like really on on females' heels about submission and all this other shit, but they don't have any of the qualities that a woman would naturally want to submit to yeah that's and that's the thing that's why they don't submit but i will say this too like i don't you know like that's that's the whole leadership quality that stands out in you and they should they recognize that from day one a lot right. of the time but um the the argument again going back way back to the argument like we was talking about hours ago i'm not about i shouldn't have to argue with you as a man like we, you, you should not be showing me masculine energy because the way that i perceive that is totally different you know, my, my way of perceiving the way, the way you talk to me and the way you deal with me when you're raising your voice and you're trying to get aggressive and be tough and all that. Right. My reasoning for that is, oh, you you think you punking me and you're about to get your ass beat and don't know it yet. But not to say that I, I'm out here whoop, whooping on women's heads and everything, but we just perceive that, those type of those type of That's situations true. differently. That's because like a lot of times, man, women shit test men more than men shit test women. Like mm -hmm. a woman wants, like sometimes women want to be reassured that you are the man that she fuck with. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just for show. Because I ain't raising my voice. A lot of dudes just be out here like just playing the part, but they not necessarily that dude. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So like a lot of guys are out here like uh, they come off as like the alpha male, the, the the strategist, the leader. But once they get under the gun, once they're under that pressure, all of a sudden they fold because they're not really built for that. Facts. You know and so she, a woman would shit test a man because a woman don't, a woman, again, she's not going to submit to somebody who's covering she don't, she don't feel secure in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm telling you, bro, I don't, like, I hear dudes, I see dudes out here, like, really struggling with, like, female interaction and, and the whole idea of submission and stuff like that. And I don't get, I don't, I don't have those types of struggles. I don't, I don't get it because I know I'm confident in my manhood. Facts. You know and, and I understand that not all women are going to have the not all women have the same requirements all right we back let's go yeah so like the whole idea behind like understanding who you are when you're trying to pick who you're trying to be with is super key bro you know what i'm saying like a lot of people don't have that level of self-awareness so they can't affirm themselves when they enter in these these interactions bro they out here just really just going strictly off that feeling yeah as opposed yeah. to like 
And we, we need the, these young men to get out of this situation of, uh, I'm going to put a baby in you. I'm going to get you pregnant and shit like that. Like, yeah, I got to cut that shit out, man. Getting a woman pregnant does not make you a man. It does not make you a better person. The ability, the ability to provide and create a stable home for the child and mother is what is essential. Not just waking up one day and saying, yo, I like her enough. I've been with her for a couple weeks or a month. And I'm going to give her a baby. Like, that's... Bro, you're not. I have, you, a, I have a way deeper dive on that than I feel like this podcast at this very moment deserves. But I would give like a brief summary of what I'm thinking on that. Talk I about it. That, talk I about believe it. that that that's a bigger problem than just the idea of locking a chick down. Now, I'm not. Even, I'm not saying even that. I'm just saying the, the fact like that they because think like these that. chicks, these chicks, and I'm not. It's not even age specific, but these chicks know in most cases that even just just having a baby as scary as it might be for them in that moment that they're going to be taken care of. So they never really go as hard as making a big deal out of it as a dude should probably deserve to receive. If a chick make a motherfucker feel like he really fucked up by getting her pregnant, he would literally avoid it because he would vibe off of that. If a motherfucker make you feel like this, the worst decision you could possibly make it's different. But see when a chick, knows that she gonna be all right nigga they know they gonna be all right bro and this i'm not blaming them because these niggas out here being reckless they shooting the club up but the idea that you know that there's a safety net when you have this child and you don't even really have to deal with this nigga because you don't know him to like him like that that's just disgusting, man. It's like disgusting. Should... It's craziness. It's chaos. We are in a, a point of fucking chaos, bro. Think about it, man. Like, uh, it's chicks out here who got kids with dudes. They don't even know his middle name or if he got one. And there's no real no bond formed between her and his family or, her, or him and her family. All they did was smoke a few times, drink a few times, fuck a few times, and got a baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or they just met, had some drinks, fucked a couple times, and got a baby. Or fucked one time. And there's no vetting. There's no foundation for any type of bond making because it's all about that feeling. That's crazy, bro. And that's, and that's not what it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's, madness. Because babies come out of that, bro. And, and they need the proper care. And, and a lot of these young, the young men and women aren't even responsible mentally responsible enough to, 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 to take care of that. They don't even know where to start. And then the crazier thing than that, though, is like, think about it, like you grew up in a household that promotes that type of thinking. You grew up in a household that kind of like encouraged that, get you a nigga who got that bag and try to see if you can lock him down. That's crazy. Or, you know what I'm saying, or niggas who, who, who uh, grow up in households where they, they treated like the king for getting as much pussy as they get. Like, you a man because you get all the ass. You that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers say that shit all the time. Oh, he gonna get all the he gonna get all the hoes. I was you know told that shit. When he grow up, bro. You dig what I'm saying? I was told that shit. And it what it, it does that does damage. It does damage. But also you gotta think about it. We and this is just from a modern social perspective. But if we just step up, step back, step it back a few hundred years, step it back to on some tribal shit, it makes perfect fucking sense. It makes perfect sense because if you think about it, like tribes would be more inclined to have their most virile, their strongest guy represent. Do you know what I'm saying? The dude who all the women swoon for. 
You know what I'm saying? And the men were always going for the one, the woman who looked like she would bear the best children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's just it's it's a modern it's a Version. modern look of that primal shit. Like we, no matter how advanced we are technologically, we are still fucking animals. Yeah, we still going off our primal instinct to uh, to create and move forward. We just don't. We just not conscious of it because it's so ingrained. We well, just, some of us are conscious of it, but you know, I mean, just as a whole, I'm saying like we're talking the general public. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying the general public is just out here just functioning. There's like some people have a little bit more self control than others, but a lot of that comes from religion and shit like that. But it ain't like just a, a conscious, you know what I'm saying, decision. Like think about it like this: Would you as on a if you remove all things that you know religion wise and you separate yourself from that way of thinking do you think that at this stage in life most human beings would have any constraint when it comes to sex would there be any reason to get married or or you see what i'm saying or have a monogamous lifestyle if you remove just the religious influence alone i i don't i don't maybe yeah you think that the human species would have been capable of just the decision to restrain itself because you know what religion brings to the component it's not just religion bringing religion religion no, brings, brings oppression it brings the threat of hell yeah all that all and that, the promise all that of shit. heaven so if you remove that element like because what that creates is a fear element what might happen if so like if you take the religious aspect of our of our cultural influence and you just take that out of everything right would we be as inclined to be monogamous or will, will we be more promiscuous or will we just be polygamous because i feel like in certain through certain i believe i believe i believe if we would lean so much more heavily into polygamy i think I yeah that, i think we would be and i think it would be respectful i think it would be respectful polygamy yeah like i, I that's what I, that's what i was thinking like when you said that i was like well if you take it away because according to certain African tribes and even in America with, with the so-called Indians and the natives, the people that were indigenous to this, it was okay for them to have multiple wives as long as you could provide. You, could provide. you see what I'm saying? As so long as you ch- could provide. Think about, think about how that would change our social construct. Think about how that would change our social construct, bro. We are, we are driven by capitalism, democracy, and, and, and this uh, this idea of uh, equality, you see what I'm saying? But if you really just strip away all these different uh, Anglo-Saxon constructs and you just strip it down to like, all right, take the religious aspect out of it, you take the uh, political aspect out of it and just let people function according to the hierarchy and you hold them accountable for how they function within the hierarchy, you'll see more balance in it. The dudes who know they don't deserve to have multiple wives just won't have multiple wives. And dudes will be more protective over women because the women that they have are the women that they have. You know what I'm saying? They're more respectful of their peers. Yeah, and they don't have time to be out here fucking around. So if anything ever happens to a woman, the nigga who did it to her is going to be held accountable. But that's how it was originally. Like People went to their... They they took care of their villages. If a man could uh, provide for multiple women... You know their jobs with the ability. They they, they 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 by by using uh what they call our currency uh it's a fungible it's a fungible currency. I forgot what it's called though. Uh, I, I fucking blanking out. But 
because the way our economy works, it it goes against any stability in that way of living. Cause it's because all they care about is having working bodies. We ever since like the 19 what 1960s, when women joined the workforce more heavily and more prevalent, it's all about just having working bodies. You got to have more people out here in the workforce than at home living lives and trying to flourish on their own. All we care about is corporations corporations flourish. So you have this scenario now where women are competing against men for something men that don't, don't really want. You see what I'm saying? Like d- dudes who like guys who went to law school don't necessarily love what they do, but it provides a lifestyle. You see what I'm saying? Uh, if a dude is a fucking defense attorney and he's working with uh, constant people that he don't necessarily have the same moral standing with, but he got to defend them. That's going to fuck with him. That's going to fuck with him. You see what I'm saying? So it, does does he fight to be a partner for his his law firm because he know that being a partner, even though he disagrees with this with with this shit, it will advance his lifestyle. It will bring him closer to his own personal goal. Women chase after that. You see what I'm saying? Whereas this guy who's that lawyer, he fucking detests that. There's a woman who would who who will endure all of that while being in her masculine energy to try to get that position because she thinks that that makes her as good as a man. Whereas she, that means she's chasing something men don't even want. True. You know what I'm saying? Because like men men, just we, we, we bust our ass, bro. Think about it like this. And they're so disingenuous about it that there are no women trying to be fucking plumbers. They're not women trying to work on fucking oil rigs and shit like that, like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the most dangerous jobs in the world are occupied by men solely. It's very few women who are linemen who 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 go to towns that have been blacked out and have to go help fix the fucking lines. Or working in coal mines and shit like that. You see what I'm saying? We live in a different time, bro. So when the dating aspect of it is fucked up, it's kind of hard to find that true balance because if we want if we want our young men to be actual leaders, we he he dating women who don't want to be led. And it's kind of hard to date somebody that don't want to be led. You're going to always be in chaos. Chaos. It's chaos. And then they, they, then they, then it's that what they call it conditional femininity, where they turn the shit on and off. She'll be a woman for you today, but as soon as you do something wrong, now she on her masculine shit. She ain't, you know what I'm saying? You don't get to be conditionally fucking masculine. You don't say, well, today I'm gonna be a feminine dude, but tomorrow I'm gonna be masculine. No, you, you, when you were alone in the, in the room by yourself, you masculine as fuck. You just as masculine by yourself as you is when you ain't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm masculine 24-7. Exactly. Exactly. So this is what these young dudes got to contend with, bro. I only turn it down when I'm when I'm at work or I'm talking to uh women I revere and respect. I only turn it down then. I don't turn it off. We as a matter of fact, we can't we can't turn it off if you are if you uh, like, it's impossible. Yeah, if you like me, you can't that, that shit don't turn off. It's not it's nothing to turn off. It's just who we are. You know mm. what I'm saying? There's no switch. Is it you know what I'm saying? It should turn on when my eyes open up in the morning. <laughs> Matter of fact, shit. I'm Matter of fact, the whole time I'm asleep, it's right. on mode with me. Right, that shit glowing, <laughs> it's glowing around me and shit when I right. sleep, man. <laughs> Fuck all that. Yeah. Hell yeah. That shit's always it's it's on, but it's never on the highest volume that it can be. Like your, it's your phone. Your phone. When your phone is powered on the whole fucking time, it's just on, yeah. it's on vibrate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then once I had that interaction where I wake up, ooh, we get going. You right. know, I, I wake up calling everybody names and all that shit. Ooh, fuck that's the motherfucking like, stove. 
that's what I'm saying. Like we in this crazy as we in this crazy as pocket of time where like our everything that we've been doing for thousands of years and then trying to make a change in the last 50 years is coming to like a it's coming to that clashing point. That's why you have all this cancel culture and all these different uh gender groups trying to find representation and shit like that. All of this shit is a byproduct of all of these weird things we're trying to adopt. We're trying to undo thousands of years of whatever the fuck it is we got used to doing. So it's like, what's what's so what what happened where motherfuckers said, no, what we've been doing thousands of years? Forget that. Gonna, it don't make no sense. It don't matter anymore. So what the fuck triggered that change, that shift? Because everybody wanted something. Bro, that's crazy. Think about it like this. Black people wanted eat, wanted respect. We wanted civil just rights. To be right? treated, just to be treated civil. And and somebody looked, somebody who was uh, women, women looked and said, well, how the fuck they going to get fucking voting rights before me? Women said, how them niggas going to get voting rights before us? And the shit just went haywire. It's so even it's 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 still rooted in racism. Absolutely. <laughs> the fact that we were given something and they felt like they had to get something else out of it. They were like, look, uh-uh, we nothing to do that. And then our women jumped on board with them. Cause and it had and it had nothing to do with y'all. Y'all was supposed to stay, stay chill. Like we supposed to be making a movement. We supposed to be doing progression, moving forward. Y'all jumped into that bullshit and y'all said y'all wanted feminism and everything like that. That was supposed to be them. We wasn't supposed to jump in none of that. Our whole, our whole structure was restructuring and building a, and building a community, keeping our shit together. Right. And, and we left it, y'all left it behind to be feminists. To be a part of the workforce. They the, most, they the only willing group. They the only willing group of the workforce the rest of us do it by necessity they're the ones that are willing and you can see that people you can see you can tell people that jump in on our movements look at black lives matter as soon as black lives matter happened look what happened it became a corporate monster (laughs) and like so the phrase like the slogan attached to the organization is toxic as shit bro like the slogan i who can argue against the slogan who can argue against what the slogan means but once you add a a machine to it oh man it takes all the credibility away from the movement. That's craziness. And, and, and what's even more crazy is a bunch of us ain't even aware of it. You don't, you're not a supporter of that movement, are you? Bro, I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna tell you straight up, bro. This is my thinking on it. And I'm, it's mainly because I'm, well, I'm aware of, of what's happening around us. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm, I like the, I like the, idea behind the original premise i do too but for what it stands for it doesn't seem like something no it's not no it's it it takes because it's it's, to me it has a it has a tendency to be easily uh misconstrued and and overlaid and it's usually not the motherfuckers who who we call offended it's the ones that are actually behind it that are making it more toxic if that makes any sense no, I get what you're saying. You know, and, and then the purpose that they actually have isn't for the advancement of black people as well. It right. has there's an agenda with exactly. this whole thing that we're not actually being involved in. Yeah. And, and like it, black men are the bodies that are representing everything that happened that kind of triggered the Black Lives Matter movement. However, black men are not as involved in the movement. 
as far as the, the corporate structure goes. No, and then you're starting to find out now that there's, what, $60 million missing from this whole movement or whatever that people want to have investigated. They want to know where the money is and what have they been doing with it. And now it's all coming under uh, scrutiny or whatever it is. But um, in the beginning, I felt like this may be something because we need, we, we have a movement where every 40 to 50 to 60 years, I was like, okay, this, this might be it. Let's, let's see what happened. And then when I started doing the knowledge and, and trying to study and find out what was going on behind the scenes, I was like, oh, no, this ain't, uh, this ain't us. This right. is somebody else's shit right here. This don't have nothing to do with us. It's a brand. It's just a fucking brand. Yeah. 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 That was it, my man. Uh, anything else you got on your mind, man? Shit, not really, bro. I was like, uh, we talked about so much shit. I yes. might have slipped in the controversy uh, world. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not in the controversy. It's just conversation, man. Anybody that feels any way about anything that we're talking about, you can always reach out uh, to the to the Full Profits Gmail account. Uh, you can hit six up on Twitter. You can hit them up on um, Instagram, 606. You'll find them. It's all the same. Yep. You'll find me, Full Profits, F A U X P R O F H I T Z at gmail.com. It's all there. Like any anything you want to discuss, we can always get together, have a have a powwow and a conversation about it. And and, and people can that's explain why. how they feel. Like, well, I don't, that's you know, why I don't I, mind. Like, if we, could, if we could set up a live show on, you know what I'm saying, do a live stream. You can have those real time interactions. We shall. Yeah. We shall. We got to work the bugs and the kinks out of that. Out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Figure out a, a proper time to do it where it's uh, feasible for everybody involved, conducive to everybody involved, <laughs> where it works for everybody involved. Um, and then you got the www.criticalmassmusic.bandcamp.com. All that good stuff. Major catalog exists there. Yeah, you can find music from me. You can find singles. You can find everything. Like I think all of our shit is on there. It's a lot of shit going on, and we got more to come. We got some shit that needs to be ironed out, fixed up, uh, rinsed, washed, all type of stuff, man. And I got like, I got shit, you know. So we all do, but we working. Um, I think shoot, bro. I think that's it. Go Bulls. I think we struggling right now with all the injuries and the 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 COVIDodon, you know, running wild, you know, through, through 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 the organization and everything. So go bulls still. I think they're gonna rally back. I mean, they they doing their best to fight. Right. They just, you know, that it's the team, the elite teams right now are giving them a problem because you know they're suffering. Yeah. Yeah. And it's easy. There was a force before all the injuries, man. Them niggas was like, yeah, they would lose a couple games and they go on the street. Lose a couple games and go on the street, you know. Had a rhythm. Yeah, but Philadelphia is still tough um, in the East. Brooklyn still tough in the East. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Miami is seems like they're trying to make a, another run at it. There's gonna be one for them though. They're gonna be all right. Man, hopefully, hopefully we getting close to that time. Yeah, you know? trying to heat up. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Full Profits Podcast with my co-host 606. Yes, sir. My man, as always, I appreciate it. This was a last minute happening because my other guests couldn't make it everybody in. Uh, This conversation came out pretty dope. I like this one. That's another one, man. Just another one. Yeah. 
really went we went to some places with this one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It'd be good to see like how people how people think about it though. So leave all comments, you know what I'm saying? Be be honest, you know what I'm saying? If you if you got beef with something I said or you feel a certain way about whatever's being said, you want to kind of challenge it and put get create some pushback, let's have a conversation. Yeah, it's just conversation. I'm here for it, you know what I'm saying? Respectfully. That's all. Keep it respectful. We ain't up here to, you know, throw fire, throw flames on the fire or start no fire. That's not what we're here for. It's all about being productive, having a good conversation, trying to push the culture forward. That's all we want to do. All about, yeah, just ha having the conversation, man. Have If we talk about it, that's the way we can move forward and learn new things. You might, yes. you might know something I don't know. Yes, sir. To the men and women, Make sure that you are moving with purpose and intent. Be intentional. Be intentional. Uh, I know all the masculine women out there where you call yourself masculine. No one wants a masculine woman. Think about what you're saying. A masculine woman. Ladies, do you want a feminine man? Think about that when y'all say stuff like that. Turn that... <laughs> turn that turn that shit down when you're dealing with us because it's a different we perceive these things differently you yelling at a man is not it's not bold will unless that's the type of stuff he's into you're right. dealing with me you must talk in in a calm tone because from there i am alerted by danger and i hear nothing that you say you, you got to you have to have an understanding of that as man we do not want you yelling at us i never growing up i never heard my dad Maybe he did, but maybe it was from, just because she was from the distance that he, she was, you know what I mean? He was trying to get her attention, but. Bro, I never, you ever imagine, think about it like this. How many scenarios have you just had with a dude and he raised his voice at you and it didn't get tense? The only time it was happening is when it's a sports conversation. That's it. That's it. If we're having a regular conversation and you yell your voice at me and everybody knows this, uh, the last couple of years, Three or four years ago, when right. the guy was raising his voice, they disagree with you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? and but you already know the context of the conversation. That you know that, bro. Even in that scenario, shit can go left. It can, but it, but because you I know, understand it. Mm -hmm. You see the, what I'm saying? The, the other conversation where me and this guy were yelling, well, he was yelling. <clears throat> I was being calm, and I asked him to to bring it down and, and and try to remain calm when he was talking to me, and he started yelling more. And he got a full piece, spicy, you know, so. Um, but he was warned ahead of time. You you were warned before I did That's that. That's why it's important that men and women learn how to communicate, bro, because they they so quick to go there. They so quick to really go there. And we not, we can't do that. But he was warned. You were warned. I said, yo, my man, bring it down. Up. Because you gave, you gave him the heads up. You told him. You you're sounding aggressive and you trying to, it's starting to look like I'm a bitch ass nigga, which I'm not. And like, now, now it's life or death. Yeah, now I, so I, I'm going to tell you again, yo, man, just bring your tone down. You just talk to me, we're having a conversation. And then you start going, fuck, motherfuck, fuck, puss ass, fuck, fuck, motherfuck, bitch. Now I, now I got to, you know, bro. now I have to show you what masculine energy really is. You know what I mean? And I come from a different generation than some guys do. I understand that. And in, in dealing with that guy, like you come from a generation where you just used to talking to people the way you want to. Right. And with me, you can't do that. You ain't gonna do that. And it ain't about you proving your manhood or none of that shit. It's just about drawing a line. Like, look, this, these are the lines where respect exists. 
Once you cross that line, you're going you're going to disrespect. Once you're yeah. going to disrespect, I can't look, I can't tell you what to look for over there, but it ain't gonna be nice. To anybody that's listening, we we didn't talk about this, but let's just say something real quick. Joe, don't ever expect me to react how you acted. Man. If you slap me and I pick up a brick and and, and and crack you over the head, over the dome until it break, that's my reaction. Don't expect me to react the way you acted. That is that's just not logical. It is not logical. You slap me and I knock your teeth no out. Fear. There is no fear. Mm-mm. That my reaction would I felt like my my reaction was appropriate. How it you is talk about it is not is is not my business. Correct. You <laughs> you started it, and then the first law of nature is self-preservation. So I'm defending myself. I need to be able to go home. I need to be able to go home, and, and that's it. So that also comes with the yelling. The, the women say, oh, yeah, you can't deal with nobody yelling. No, nobody want to deal with nobody that's yelling. Because right. I'm not right. I always said, you, what are you doing? You know what I mean? I done talked to so many young men and asked them that, yo, do you like when your mama yell at you? And they all say the same thing. No. Do you listen to your mama when she's yelling at you? No, I don't even hear it. I ain't hearing it because I at this point it's just I'm in a, I'm in alert mode. And yep. that, when you that young and you don't know what to do, what that is or what to do about it, and it happens all the time, you start associating that with what? You know what I'm saying? So now when he grown, he a grown ass man, he dealing with a chick who yelling at him. He in alert mode. Yeah. And, and God bless him because you don't never want him to cross over that line. But but it's, he going through it now. Yeah. And, and, and men will turn that shit off, man. We, to all the emotion and feelings that y'all want us to have, we'll turn that shit off. Yeah. Nobody give a fuck about how you feel when you yelling. Matter of fact, I'm not, I don't get, I don't want to be here. <laughs> right. Right. You know, I started looking at you differently, man. Such and such and such. ain't. She ain't yelling at me. Shorty down the block ain't yelling at me. She done lost emotional control, but expect you to maintain your masculine frame. Like, look, that should take on a whole different. They take on new meanings. You want me to be masculine? This is me being masculine now. This is not the masculinity you was looking forward to, is it? No. You know what I'm saying? I'm showing you the ugly side now, because guess what? You triggered it. You turned man. it on. Men, I think that has to be said that men, we 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 turn that shit up and down yep. depending on the settings that we in. You know, we, we're alerted for danger. We're alerted for the way that people are talking to us, the way that the, the lines of respect, our moral code values and everything. We, we look at that differently. All of them are different security measures. Mm-hmm. Because the main thing is always for a man, let me get home. I want to get home to my girl, my babies. Oh, I want to get home to my place. So we 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 look at each other. We talk to each other differently. We speak to each other in a, in a, in a respectful tone because we don't want to lose sight of that. Because amongst men, shit can go bad real quick. That's a fact. That is a that's truly a fact. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Full Profits Podcast. As always, remember the mission statement when you're striving for greatness. God never puts you in a driver's seat if it's taken. You bitch you.